This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I am Nathan Hartman, and with me today we have Victoria. Hello, Victoria. Sorry, I was coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Just really making a great entrance. I'm not cutting this out. I'm not gonna do it. Um, okay, that's that's fine. that's Victoria, everybody. So hi, Victoria. Hello. How are you Good doing? Day, Apparently, y'all. things are things are slightly uh, askew. Apparently, um, Dave. Hi. Hello, Dave. Well, hello. After a, a brief respite, I'm back. Hello. Yes, Dave. Uh, um, as a bear, he's hibernating, getting ready for winter. Um, <laughs> hello, hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, and um, we with us. Sara is ill, but, uh, and we had to move our date, and uh, we couldn't uh, have Janine with us either. But, ladies and gents, we have a very special guest and a, a dedicated rat listener, a rat bastard herself. It's special guest Itzy. Hello, Itzy. Hello. It's so fun to My have you. friend. I, can I just say, I am such a fanboy for you. Like, they told me you were coming on the show. I was like, ah! Yeah, no, so I'm such a I'm such a fan of everybody else. It's such it's great to have you. It's so thank fun. You, thank you. <laughs> um, so we have and and uh, we have lots of news. We were going to record, of course, on Thursday night, which is what we normally do, but it is Saturday morning because we had to make the move. And then just news, 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 news. So we've cut stuff and we've added stuff because we realized uh, that because we were recording later, we could also talk about the return of some imagination. It's fantastic. Uh, it's return. <laughs> it's back um and at hollywood studios of course we've got character updates we have new lighting we have all sorts of business and we've all had a chance to watch it i did not go personally um because i'm not an idiot uh <laughs> and see no reason to go see a uh show that will be here 365 days of the year oh the you're gonna day. hate me then oh yeah how is that next weekend <laughs> well that's fine see it's already old by then it's yeah. it's the idea of being in the first one that's the problem for me Oof. it's not no, opening that. night no mm-hmm. first did you is it this is it it's a it's a you went opening oh you didn't okay no no i said it's not like going opening night oh, and oh, oh, waiting no. three hours to get inside oh, no, not three no, hours no thank park you park open yeah some waited till park open um that is foolish that is foolish yeah. ladies and gentlemen um i don't sometimes i don't get it i get okay there are times where merch is going to go fast and you're not sure i've stayed i've been in line for tiki room funkos before and stuff that like i'm like i really want this and i don't know if it's going to be here but like it's like epcot 40 merch or whatever when stuff like that comes out and people are like oh god i gotta be there like my first time and you're like no you don't that stuff's gonna be here for months and months and months and it will be another wave um and same goes with these especially with these shows it's like <laughs> they just spent thousands of dollars uh to revamp phantasmic it's not exactly gonna go anywhere <laughs> so I mean, 
I see it from a creator standpoint because now you can really make money off of it. Of like you can course. monetize live yeah. streaming now. Yeah. So totally. if you're first, you're guaranteed yeah. to get more views. Oh, for yeah. sure. And, and Disney, of course. Lot. Yeah, and uh, there, mm-hmm. yeah, I, half that audience was made up of of vloggers, and and of course we, uh, I do not disagree with the dedicated media base in the community. Uh, that wants it to be seen. Um, and hey, we that's how we saw it. Well, that's how we saw it. And that's I don't how have, we saw it. Do you not have yeah. a problem with that? Um, well, I saw it. The, the clout, of course, of just the TikToker or whatever doing it. I'm like, what are you there for? What's the point? Um, besides weird clout. Uh, but it's fine. I, I think Disney, you know, kind of landed on their face. Why they didn't just do a live stream of this, I don't get. Because yeah. they do a live stream of so much other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was really confused by that. Like, someone brought that up on my TikTok, and I was like, actually, that's a good point, because that would have been a great way to put that on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Since it's a brand new thing. Well, yeah. they did it with... Um... Harmonious, right? And Harmonious. Yeah. They live streamed the first showings of it, even though, like, they had, um, what was it, a rain delay for Enchantment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still live streamed it, and I was very confused as to like on socials at least there wasn't much of a lead up for being like fantastic opening day no. that I saw for Harmonious and that I saw for Enchantment. And I'm gonna be honest, more people love Fantastic more than oh, they yeah. love Enchantment I mean, or Harmonious. Yeah, it might be because course. they were trying to hype up the 50th, and those were 50th offerings yeah which both suck sadly but <laughs> but i mean i don't hate harmonious i don't I, hate harmonious but i've yet to see enchantment and i refuse i am a harmonious truther mm-hmm. i love harmonious i am a harmonious truther i love harmonious <laughs> specifically and i am very biased on this the latin american section sure sure that's of yeah. course i understand I never Enchant- saw it in person. I only saw it on video. Oh, it's beautiful in person. I yeah. hate to see it before it leaves. Yeah. Nathan. Nathan. Grinch. Nathan. Nathan's got a face. <laughs> uh, as I've always and I'm not going to go. We're not going back into this. Uh, we're not doing we this. this. We hashed this one out. Yeah. But, We've done this one before. But as I've said, I, n- any show that is going to put big ass paperweights in the middle of a beautiful scenic area all day Preach. has got to be the greatest show I've ever seen and not like Las Vegas Water Show 2.0. So, Preach. sorry. Um, I gotta say, I am one of in the minority that I don't mind the barges. I'm not, I don't, no, not, I don't mind them either. There's okay. not much times where I'm staring into the lagoon. Well, I think it's an AP. I stare in the lagoon certainly more than people who just show up. Uh, mostly going, what the hell have I done with my life? Just staring in the lagoon. <laughs> we have thinking, so thinking about course. falling into it and being uh, being somebody in this. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Fantasmic. Um, this is going to go long. I can already tell. This is why we cut stuff. Um, so I would say the main differences in Fantasmic uh, are um, the the fun colonizer scene. <laughs> from Pocahontas. I thought it said Pinocchio, which is really in. funny. Um, <laughs> yes, so we, we got rid of the fun uh, yeah. colonizer scene. Which and It was, was always boring anyway. It was this yeah. canoe ballet. It was really terrible. But I, I also, remember when... I hated the cannon. The cannon is fucking Too loud. Too. too loud cannon. It, yeah. it was the cannon during that segment? Yeah. It was the, it was the uh, Captain yeah. segment for the California. Can I just say, I am a salty Californian when it comes to Florida Fantasmic, because to mm. me, the magic of Fantasmic when it first opened, uh, I was there opening night in 
1992. Oh, so you're one of those. One yes. Of those first nighters. We sure. <laughs> no, it's fine. Well, way back when I was an idiot it, in my 20s. And, yeah. And, and to be fair, when it actually originally opened, I think that counts yeah. for a lot. Like this is yeah, yeah. different. So yeah. yeah. And, and what the magic of Fantasmic to me was that it's, it takes place in a part of the park that you're walking through all day. That it's a magical transformation that literally things come out of nowhere and you're like, what? What am I seeing? Right? Like, so I, when I heard it was opening in Florida, I was excited. And then I'm like, oh, it's a custom built theater. Oh, okay. And I was not really a huge fan, but I will tell you from watching this new one, I don't like the changes they made in California. <laughs> like, at, like at all. Interesting. And so this one is, hits me in a little nostalgia spot, especially like the dragon, the kind of cheesy looking dragon. They put a big, huge, expensive animatronic one here in California. And I'm like, eh, I kind of like the head with, on a stick and the, and the plastic wings. That was more fun. <laughs> so, um, but so I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of coming around on Florida. I, I don't love the big mound of m- mountain in the back because it's mm. just kind of meh. Uh, and and I and I wish the the boat were full size because the first time it came out I laughed I'm like that is not a paddle wheel boat it's tiny little yeah. thing but but I get it like now that I it's you know it's leaning into the purpose of it for that park which is uh, very different it's yeah. to get people to stay versus and and it is in Disneyland too but it, it I I actually really liked watching the 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 full show on YouTube um, the changes especially are pretty great I yeah. uh, uh, I've I love show yourself. Uh, I uh, that that music from Frozen Two is way better than Frozen yeah. One. Thank you. Very well, let's much. talk. Let's talk about that real quick, so people know what's going on. The character updates where they they took out the colonizer scene. Pinocchio, uh, Pinocchio I did it again. Um, <laughs> you just really want Pinocchio and Fantastic. You're well, just thinking about I the mean, whale. Yeah, I don't know what my deal is. Um, I would say Pocahontas is about as fictional as Pinocchio in that storyline, anyway. Um, <laughs> but Pocahontas uh, still shows up. Uh, and mm-hmm. does a little song, um, but it's it's more connected to a segment that has. Let's see here. Moana has a segment. Mulan, Mulan has a segment, uh, and Aladdin. Elsa ha- Aladdin. Aladdin has a segment, and Elsa has a segment because that is now law. Um, and so, uh, but as Dave points out, it's from Frozen Two. Think Christ. If I had to hear "Let It Go" in one more form, I would. I would. I would throw myself uh, into that lagoon. So, um, <laughs> oh, you would never, you would never survive elementary. No, oh. no, 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 absolutely not. Uh, there's a reason I'm still not a parent. I'm just waiting for let it go to finish out, <laughs> and then I might procreate. Um, so, <laughs> the, uh, I think that's it, right? I mean, they did some. Yes, that's kind of the core change. I mean, I will say the water action. projections look a lot better. The lighting is everything lighting wise and yes. projection wise is better. They yeah. they spent like they the add money. some special eject uh, special ejects special special <laughs> special. <laughs> special ejects. They you get yeeted out of the stage. Ye- yeah, whoop. just whoop. <laughs> Are you talking? Whoop. <laughs> no, I really really did enjoy the projections, and this is from somebody who is, um, I'd like to call myself a phantasmic virgin. I don't. I haven't seen a full show. Um, before watching the YouTube video of the new updates in Florida, I've only uh-huh. seen the end with Mickey Mouse and I've only seen uh, the boats from California. So this was a brand new show to me. There um, you go. I really, really liked seeing Mirabelle and maybe I'm biased, but I love seeing Mirabelle all over the parks. 
it just yeah. makes my heart happy it's great and it's just a shame that you only get her in the shows and stuff like yes. that like little little bites of we know. need a we need a we i want a, a mystic manor attraction where you ride through casita i mean come on now yeah um but but your your cosplay of her is phenomenal by the way oh, I, it, I love it Thank so you. much it's so cute <laughs> I wear it in school any chance I get because oh. the kids, the, especially the teeny tiny pre-K, they see me and they're like, oh, that's her. Like, that's yeah. not, we oh. don't know. Ms. Z, we don't know her. Oh, my There's heart. Oh, my heart. <laughs> this so the closest, cute. The closest I will get to um, being a character at Disney. <laughs> I also really love the, I love the Moana segment just because of her jumping in the water. Yeah, like yes. I, I, I like connecting with the water it. was yeah. So yeah. Nice. It was great. It 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 yeah. It remind it reminded me of there's a there's a thing in in one of the Cirque du Soleil shows where they somebody's walking on water and like ten seconds later somebody high dives into it like it's a moving piece of oh, they move something wow. out of the way right and so I, I was like oh that's cute they put a little platform there for it that's great but I loved in the wide shot how the the the, the whole shoreline goes and like yeah. lights up yeah that was great I love that segment a lot I love the um. The Mulan segment was fun. That yeah. was really cute. And the uh, 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 Aladdin was nice. I thought that Aladdin sort of. It's okay. It all. We know you want to talk about Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it, on the topic of Elsa, I think Disney and their uh, like shows in general are really understanding the emotional element of yeah. where exactly to hit the heartstrings because to do yeah. show mm-hmm. yourself and moana back to back yeah it was works. such a it, it hit me right in the heart oh yeah. thank you right in the feels mm-hmm. like that like right in the feels yeah, yeah. And, and 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 structurally those songs are really similar and and yeah i loved it i thought that was a really smart smart move but show yourself is yeah. i mean i am a frozen two music stand more than i am even the first one Same. by a lot i agree but actually it's, I think it's a much better film it's better but, yeah and, more and, mature but but, but those I, love the storyline of frozen one but the music of frozen two yeah yeah totally there's okay. a couple of great youtube clips of, uh, of people breaking down the music of frozen two and and the dsera and all that stuff that they write into it it's, I'll, I'll find the link and send you guys it's really great um but yeah when that popped up in that moment i it's it, same with me i got like why am i getting a lump on my throat from watching something on youtube what yeah. is happening right now it was perfect musical emotional science you know yeah yeah, and it, especially like the I am Moana like stinger, and it just works. It's really it 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 yeah. it's far better than just a really long ass Pocahontas scene. So, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, Pocahontas will always have a weird uh, history. I think now with Disney, as in we can, there are people who appreciate the movie and the music because it is beautiful music. But then you remember. <laughs> and then you, you remember, remember American history <sighs> and you go <sighs> I think they really just didn't want to touch on it mainly because of that incident from earlier this year and we'll talk about that as well we have all sorts of stuff to talk about tonight um, actually we'll just go to that first so um, in a uh, a reverse of uh, a previous incident as you might remember on this podcast we have talked about how Disney had allowed a uh, high school mar- they like allow lots of high school marching bands to march down Main Street, and one of them was the Indians, and they did a scalpum scalpum Indians uh, segment with full headdresses, uh, and these were the whitest girls you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> um, not that I think it's just not good, not good, not good. Um, 
And no interestingly bueno. enough, because of that incident, um, Disney had uh, just recently canceled a parade for a marching band called the Indians uh, because they refused to cover up their Indian mascot, I think, on their drum or something of that nature um, in the park. So the 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 group went. Um, this group was, let's see here, uh, if I remember my notes – uh, this was a Florida high school. Oh, it's a shock and a half. It's a Florida high school. Um, <laughs> what a shock. I, uh, yeah, this is Venice high in Sarasota. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're known for our Indian culture here in Florida now. Um, certainly this is a, a school full of actual native Americans. No, of course not. Um, so they came and they refused to change their identity. I think that seems that they were the marching Indians. Uh, Disney notified the principal of the policy change that bands either had to change its name or cover the school's mascot because it depicts a Native American. Um, and as we said before, the Texas high school uh, that had done this before kind of set the precedent for this. Uh, and the uh, principal <laughs> complained. He he said he talked to Disney twice about this uh, and was like, they're great students and they're, you know, whatever, wonderful at, at all that and disney was like nah not not Mm-mm. gonna budge um and so the band you know. still went and enjoyed disney like they didn't they just didn't march yeah um yeah. and i uh goodwin here goodwin is the uh sarasota school board chair jane goodwin she says i'm disappointed that they don't get to go because they have really improved a lot they are on a trajectory to do some great things, so I'm concerned and sad that they're not going. Look, I don't blame the students. I'm sure they're a great band. It's not really about them. But uh, wh- I don't think the students would care if they didn't say their name. I- and, and you know, it's it's right. so That's weird to me how there are certain things that people just won't budge on, regardless of whether they would like good would benefit from it. Like, yeah, it, it's just. They're holding on to these beliefs that matter very little to like the course of their life. And they just won't let go of it. Well, uh, sports is something I, and I guess it's a school thing, but sports is all about tribalism um, and picking your team. uh, And (laughs) uh, I mean, it, it, this football is just, uh, (laughs) I mean, it's literally like, our villages will will fight each other and we don't kill each other anymore, but somebody wins and we feel good and you feel bad. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't it'd take a wild shock if Nathan watches sports. Um, and uh, <laughs> I do watch the world cup a little bit, so I'm not, I'm not necessarily uh, against that. I just but do football. The other one, it had to be international. <laughs> I had to, you know, um, but still corrupt. So don't worry. Um, uh, so, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's why it gets kind of tied in people. It's all identity creation, right? You don't, you don't wear a shirt and face paint and go nuts and only talk about a thing in the same way, you know, Disney people are the same way. It's all about having an identity in something. Um, and to be like, you can't have that identity anymore. The world's moved on. I mean, there's no difference between this uh, university, not university, this high school having a trouble with getting rid of the Indian name and people like clinging onto the law graphs at, at uh, a Splash Mountain and, and yeah. screaming. Like there's no difference between these two crowds. It's all about identity creation and um, not seeing the humanity in others because you're worried about your own identity. So 
Yeah, but congrats to Disney. They did the right thing. We don't get for to say once. that very Yeah, we don't get to say that very often. For once. Well, and you know because, what's funny? Because they got in trouble, but yeah. I saw I didn't know this was happening. I, I had no idea that they can't like they didn't let the band go on, but there was this clip going around on Twitter about um the Disney Channel show Sweet Life on Deck mm-hmm. where London Tipton makes a very layered joke about the Indian Native American thing. Because they were in India and I forgot the whole plot, but there was, a, I think there was like a costume party and one of the girls who is of Indian descent wanted to dress up like a cowboy. And the mom said, no, we're not dressing up as cowboys. And London Tipton chimes and she goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Because Indians and cowboys have like strong beef in between mm-hmm. each other. And I'm like, oh, the layers. Oh, the layers. <laughs> who knew Disney Channel could make a, a smart joke yeah. like this? <laughs> Uh, known for great cultural satire, the Disney Channel. Um, and, and, and the thing is that the high school could have just gone by their high school name. Yeah. And that's it. Like, okay, if there's insignias or emblems on the costumes, maybe that would have taken some effort. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, them sticking their feet in the mud, if they think this is going to have a positive effect on their students, they're kind of wrong. Especially yeah. seeing the backlash that the other school got. I don't understand the need to be like, yeah, we want some of that. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but at least somebody is, uh, I don't know, at the watch at Disney finally on these things. <laughs> um, uh, another interesting little uh, PR Disney thing that we recently saw is the Walt Disney World ambassadors went around and told cast members that they were joining Tron Light Cycle Run and they would be on the opening team for Tron Light Cycle Run. Um, this is, of course, a PR stunt uh, and and is them running around and saying, congratulations, and like, here's a thing, and opening a thing. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about this because I don't really, I mean, people have got to run the ride. I get that. But why do you guys think this is a good PR move? I always see it as like, when every time I see it, I think, congratulations you you now have a ride that is going to be really iffy and you're going to have people screaming at you uh enjoy your year is there a pay raise no of course there's no pay raise just enjoy this thing Um, i mean the only thing i see out of it is like it's telling people more okay tron is coming but i'm like yeah that's that's talk about that pay them more yeah. yeah yeah right right that's the only reason they did it is to sort of another notch in hey tron's on its way three four years like five years later <laughs> like if you pay um, these people a livable wage yeah I think right they wanted to show look rcms are happy they're not complaining <laughs> that RCMs too. are happy yeah. which like you know i bet they are it's a fun experience to be on an opening team for sure. a new ride it is. but at the same time Given the landscape of everything, mm-hmm. given what most people know, it's, it feels a little dystopian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not they asking this... them if they want to be on the ride. <laughs> it's just like, you are on here. Yeah. Get to work. You, yeah. will, you will go to the grid. Um, <laughs> so, With a certificate that looks like a perfect attendance award, if I'm going to be very honest. Yeah. Yeah, it was printed on the mimeograph machine at the, at the middle <laughs> yeah. school. Um, like I under when I remember seeing this when they did this for Galaxy's Edge, right? Mm-hmm. When people are going to be now, that's a mm-hmm. little different. Yeah, like, that's a whole land. I get it's it. It's a whole land. It's it's the 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 depth of Star Wars fandom. It's the history of Star Wars, and it's emerging. They're going to emerge. I was going to say that it's, now, it's a, a little different with Star Wars. Yeah, and now I'll—I mean, full disclosure—I am probably the lar- the biggest 
Tron fanboy you'll ever meet in your Possibly, life. I, yeah. Like you have no idea the, the the depths of my Tron fandom. But even I was like, really? You know, yeah. it compared to the to the Star Wars one, because like Tron's a fun world. Yes, it's going to make a fantastic. The, I've been on the ride in Shanghai. It's fantastic. It's great. But mm, this seemed I, I'm with Victoria. Like I just just pay these people better. Don't give them a, a flimsy little paper certificate. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> it's I think there's two um, uh, kind of like ages you live in if you are someone of a progressive thought, which is, oh, man, I really want to be a Disney World ambassador. And then you grow up a little bit and you go, oh, I never want to be a Disney World ambassador. Like you're just this sh- absolute shill like mm-hmm. uh, that is tasked with doing like the the most uh you know kind of like gross pr stunts um and kind of i don't know i feel like it's a misuse of people and like it's just strange because what else are they going to do in front of a camera than smile they don't get a choice Um, (laughs) they really don't and that was my thing i'm like did you at least like give them some sort of notice like maybe did you ask them if they wanted to do this yeah it's strange i feel like one should have just been like but i like the jungle cruise or you know just some just somebody like who's totally like not for it like i hate it no and the idea of just surprising them while they're currently working is very weird because now it's being a worker of any public service is you know hard in itself right but like theme parks is even harder because you already have to act yeah. you have to bring up your energy up to like 110 percent, and then suddenly you have cameras in your face and you're very confused and somebody gives you a printed out certificate it's very it's such a weird thing to do yeah it's weird i hope they stop doing it um so anyway with that news let's go over to animal kingdom uh well not technically it's not at animal kingdom but we would like to see it at animal kingdom um itty what do you have for us about what we should be seeing uh in pandora at some point if 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 the world is a good and just place in animal kingdom news it is not really animal kingdom news um over at uh avatar experience which is in singapore um it's in a what is it a place called gardens by the bay yeah a really um, beautiful epcot really unbelievably vibe. beautiful attraction garden in in singapore yeah. yeah which sounds really cool they just opened um something called avatar the experience um where it's like i'm assuming it's like an immersive experience that like you know you see around the united states sometimes with like Hamilton or Van Gogh and things of that sort. Uh, Jurassic World mm-hmm. just had a huge one that's going around currently too, Ooh, where they use a fun. lot of the same uh, sort of puppetry yeah. mix. Yes, yeah, so. yeah. Yes, that one's coming to Chicago. Soon-ish. Oh, that's exciting. Um, but it is just um telling you about the world of Avatar, and um, they have this very very cool um giant animatronic that they call they're calling life size yeah a life size ikron um which we know if you've been in pandora is mm-hmm. uh the the banshees um and it's really cool and there's been videos and clips of it circulating the internet and it it the eyes of it are very very realistic to the point where it's creeping me out but we are hoping fingers crossed that this comes to animal kingdom or maybe not this exact one but something like it 
comes well, to Animal Well, knowing Kingdom. the budget of Disney, it will be this exact one. <laughs> true, um, true. But I guess my – Dave, you're the expert on some of this stuff. I vibe that this is puppetry more than animatronic, but I can't decide. Um, when you look at it, it it's – the base of it is a little extended. It looks like it could have a person controlling a long um, – you know, uh, kind of, uh, I'm trying to think of the name yeah. for him, kind of uh, balanced system, uh, but I can't tell. It it does look a little more like puppetry. There's a little more sort of um, fluidity. Kinetic flu- it's not yeah. fluidity. It's it's yes, but it's also like the 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 changes of direction that are a little more sudden and and things that just feel more like organic control. It's hard to describe, but I did watch it thinking the same thing that it might be a puppet. It's just weird that somebody be. It's on display. There's no curtain to close. The, right, yeah. it's, it's there all the time, yeah. so it's not going to go dead. So uh, how do they switch? So now, some, not, somebody's not going to be in there all day. But yeah. I don't really know. the The thing about this attraction, in in particular, like the people that did this and 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 the Jurassic Park one, um, it's a company called City Neon, and they they are a, um, they do a, a lot of touring shows and exhibits and things. I am sure that this was in progress as a, as a deal, as a contract before the Disney purchase of 20th century Fox, mm. um, because the department that's worked, that is my working on this. I have a friend that's working in it is like approving this and the Fox stuff at um, Genting sky worlds in, in Malaysia. And uh, um, so it, it, there's all this, these, these sort of themed entertainment and, and uh, projects like this that are out in the world that Disney with their Imagineering folks now have to sort of embrace and say, all right, we need to make sure. So this department now is making sure things are, are good, (laughs) frankly. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, whether or not that means they're looking at it to bring into the parks, hard to tell. I don't think this animatronic was made by Disney at all. No, or any, or any, or any of their vendors. It's very good though. Like it's, it's, it's really, amazing looking. It's so it's really, impressive. It's really impressive. But like, I, I, I'm I'm with you that it, it could come to Animal Kingdom in some way. They could do a, some sort of character meet and greet or something. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, you you sort of take a um, uh, a vibe from the old school Jurassic Park Triceratops encounter. Yes, um, exactly. Right, and and you just sort of there's a la- there's a land back there that you just open this up. You put this in. You bring people if it's puppetry. You bring right. people in uh, once in a like in kind of timed segments uh, to see it. Um, the only problem with puppetry, let's hope it's animatronic, because uh, Bob Chapek does not want to pay any union puppeteers at all, at all, uh, no puppeteers ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. So uh, we can only hope that it's a robot. I always wanted. Um, well, I let me. I'll talk about that in a second. A little more about. Um, uh, the uh, Neon Group, um, they have uh, an Avengers attraction, a Transformers yeah. attraction, Jurassic yeah. World, mm-hmm. Hunger Games, Avatar, uh, a lot of um, uh, attractions that I would call non-IP that could be used uh, at any museum, Pompeii, uh, T-Rex, yeah. Mummies, Ramses, yeah. Machu Picchu. So yeah. it's a really rad organization. Um, some cool stuff. Um, but um, I always thought that in... It, in the queue, in the outside queue of Flight of Passage, you should have seen when going on the exterior of the queue, you should have been able to look up at the, that side of the floating rocks and seen an Ekron in a cave um, that they could easily, during rain or whatever, drop a facade and and 
there wouldn't be a yeah. problem. Yeah, um, or if you or if you did if you did the the triceratops encounter thing where it's you know it's uh, it's it's getting its um uh, 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 its saddle fit or something yeah. or or maybe 100%. it's sick or, or maybe it's sick and you're you're attaching the the tree of life to it to make it better and it sneezes on you just like triceratops. Again. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a yeah. win win if they I, I yeah. can't fathom them not they should do something like that they need another thing in there. Yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah not a if lot I'm of... honest, it needs something. I haven't been in there since like. 2018 yeah i was there recently and while pandora is beautiful absolutely you don't necessarily know that it's avatar unless you know avatar or mm-hmm. unless you know the rides and you step into the rides. yeah like if yeah. you go mm-hmm. to flight of passage you're not necessarily sure what an ecron is you don't know what a band he looks like oh boy they try to tell you though they all- <laughs> oh my yes. lord have mercy yes they do, do you want to bet do you want to bet in the new movie that that the terms are used multiple times. Characters literally say "my Ikron," right? Like they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna make sure it's three hours long. So, Dave, that's a nice is- idea, but you forget this is a James Cameron movie, and that man, <laughs> that man is king, and he doesn't get. No one tells him anything. <laughs> he, he, yeah, yeah, true, true. At the same token, it's three hours yeah. long, so I think half of that dialogue is going to be explaining to people Sweet uh, God, what, it must what be. things are. <laughs> Oh. I, I just think it's going to be aesthetic and vibes and i'm here for aesthetic yeah. and vibes yes. right. three it's hours good. of aesthetic and vibes yeah. i'm gonna I take the say... biggest edible before i see that movie <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. i will say pandora in itself is beautiful it yes. just needs more interactive stuff and it what does. i was reading is that uh, alongside with the full size banshee they have a baby banshee they and do. a viper wolf pup. And I think that would be Aww. really cute for the kids in that area yep. to see a baby banshee or to see the little pups. Also for me, I would like that. Yeah. Not just the kids. I would want to see a baby banshee. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Um, I, I, I start to think about story-wise, like I'm totally for that, but then I'm like, how do you do that in that story world? Because you can't have a zoo. They can't like be on display. Yeah. They, they don't have vets because the planet fixes them when they're sick. Um, so I mean, yeah. also, isn't the planet technically gone or something like that? No, it's no, there. no, no. It's still there. It's still there. And the, and the new one is, I think on a, is it on a different side of Pandora or is it it's, on a different planet? I, it's, I don't know. The new trailer makes it seem like a group, Jake, Jake Scully, uh, Jake Scully in the group, uh, are like traveling and they go to a different tribe that's yeah, watery yeah. and well, just something. like the ride film i mean just like it, it, exactly like uh uh you know flight of passage well, you, you see all the other tribes and different sort of environments yeah and let's talk for a second about why in the hell they did not get a way of the water uh flight of passage film and just put it on the marketing budget i don't mm-hmm. get it mm-hmm. i don't i i don't either they, is they, it? I think it's just because they look at it and go, it still gets three hour lines. We don't need to change anything. You know I what don't I mean? disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree from that perspective, but I disagree in the perspective that this is a make or break film for a huge franchise. They paid a lot of money for. Yeah. Um, and they really need. Okay, you have a captive audience that is probably mm-hmm. the best selling point you have is this land for you to get invested in into the new movie. So you would assume we're going to push this, we're going to have some sort of uh 
you know, outside of Pandora, but close. We're going to have some sort of way of water concept art, a gallery, something. Mm-hmm. We're going to have way of water merch. We're going to have, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have James Cameron and a bunch of people come down and do interviews, uh, about way of water that we're going to then push out on Disney plus something. You have a freaking yeah. land and I don't yeah. feel they've, utilized it at all when, when does the well, movie not open? necessarily yet because you know they like to do shit last minute yeah, yeah but when, when, it's yeah when does the but, movie like, open? no i agree with you though the movie opens no. in december and uh, in december uh it's but already I agree screened. With you, though, Nathan. yeah um i think it's i think some people have seen it or something i can't remember i don't think we're there yet but um the, i think the first 10 minutes were shown in <laughs> yes. d23 i think that's what yeah. it was yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it opens on the 16th of December. Okay. So this and is well, a big Christmas movie. But, you yes. know, alongside everything, and it's coming out soon, I'm still not sure what the plot of this movie is. I know. Thank you. There's water. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's water. There's, there's a way for that water to be created. Uh, there's a way for A baby is coming. Yeah. I don't know what else. Are we, is this and climate it's change? crazy i asked somebody i asked on twitter i'm like i'm not even joking I'm, I'm not trying to be mean but what is this movie about and i got like four different answers yeah i saw that i saw that you tweeted out and you got i saw the different responses and i said where is everybody getting this information from? where is everyone somebody said they read i'm like what did you read yeah i mean it doesn't matter i mean i think that's kind of the i think it's a wise move actually because True. like we're all gonna go see it and I'm going to see it in 3D, and I might pay for Dolby. Like, I want to see this thing, like, yeah. CC this thing. Uh, so congrats, Jimmy. You got me. Um, I'm in. Um, no matter if I know the plot. Maybe I shouldn't know the plot, you know? <laughs> going like, to be dragging my feet the entire way because it's a three-hour movie and my bladder can't handle it. But mm. Lord knows I'm going to be in that seat. Why? Jim. We all know Jim's a listener. Jim. <laughs> James, if you will, Jimmy. We need to talk Jamie. about the the uh, the movie intermission and how you, Jim Cameron, can bring Could it back. Force that, yeah. You can bring absolutely. that back. Absolutely, absolutely. If the sound of music can do it, uh, so can Avatar: Way of Water. I, you know, I, what I, would be impressed me the most about Avatar if it started with an overture. <laughs> if it was just like, <laughs> give me guys. some Gone with the Wind overture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the full on like overture intermission. Like, yeah. guess what, movie theaters? Would you like my attention for ten minutes to refill on popcorn? You would get it. You would movie get theater it? regular no. sodas are the size of my head. I have drank too many liquids. I need to go. I basically don't drink liquids for twenty four hours before I see a movie because I can't stand the thirty seconds I miss. And I the- run. Mm-hmm. I run down a theater like and, i'm missing an airplane of like <laughs> i mean and, and the older you get i'm warning you it gets much worse it's worse oh um, you should have saw me when i saw um endgame in in oh, one weekend twice my no. my okay, bladder so was going through it i saw endgame endgame was like the first avengers ish movie i've ever seen and i oh, only wow. went because my friend needed somebody to go with I mm-hmm. was so restless and I had ants in my pants. I was getting irritated. <laughs> I was like, my friend's like, you're like a toddler sitting next to me. And I'm like, it's three hours long. I can't yeah. sit here for this long. 
You got to get that comfy seat so you can take a nap. <laughs> I need to stand up oh, and move you, around. You need to, there's a, there's an app. Okay. This is an app. Maybe they'll give a sponsorship for me mentioning it. It's, <laughs> it's called run P R U N P E E. And, and, and yeah. And you get P coins by watching trailers and, and, and advertisements. And those P coins can be, can be spent to see where are the, it tells you at this scene is the best time to go. And it'll tell you what you're missing. Yeah, it syncs with your Apple Watch, so you can set it ahead of time. Oh, your that's Apple Watch cool. and say five minutes to your next P time. Uh, yeah, and it and at the it also says here's there's something in the end credits. It's worth staying for. Like it that's is great. actually a great little movie going app. I swear mm. by it. And that's yeah, awesome. and every time I'm like getting my popcorn, I'm looking it up, spending a P coin, finding it out, syncing with my phone. It's he's immediately downloading this app. It's so good. I'm telling you, this is the one. <laughs> I'm it, whoever came up with it is a genius, and you need to give a sponsorship money because I will, I will sell that app every, every time I can mention it. I open it up in the movie theater with friends before the lights go down, and they're like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, you need this." See, yeah, everyone, we just got to go to the movie theater with Dave and follow him out when it's time. Um, <laughs> Dave's peeing. We're peeing. That's the rule. Follow the leader. app one more time. Run P. R U N P E E. I was looking up something completely different last week. <laughs> Itsy, no, not Hi. that app. No, <laughs> not that one. Is it the one with the? Uh, I'm assuming this is the correct one. This is such a genius app. I'm upset it's, I didn't think about it before. It, it's uh, right. It's one of those apps where I'm like, God damn it. I wish I thought of this because it's all crowdsourced. All the yeah. all the data in it is crowdsourced. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very funny. So anyway, anyway, anyway Avatar. We we've really we are tangency <laughs> today. This is this is why we don't record in the afternoon. Anyway, um, here's here's Wonderwall. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Itzy, why don't you uh, take us to a place uh, that is also full of water and there's a way to it, uh, and, and that uh, is the reopening of Blizzard Beach on November thirteenth. Woohoo! Um, and of course, Did, the closing of Typhoon because of that, because we can only have one water park at a time. Um, yes, which makes R- no sense. But R- what's R- going on? What are new? What's new over at uh, Blizzard Beach? So Blizzard Beach is opening up November thirteenth, so very very soon. But along with its reopening, there have been some new additions to Blizzard Beach, in which, um, believe it or not, Blizzard Frozen. It's so a shock. Have- who would have thought there Who was some thunk? there what? was some real heavy duty thinking going on when <laughs> for whoever decided this? But regardless of it, as uh, our resident frozen truther, um, there are little statues of Olaf and his little snowgy pals mm-hmm. walking around. And now, if you are not aware, if you're not caught up on your frozen lore, the snowgy pals are from. Um, one of the mini shorts, the frozen mini shorts, and Elsa was sick. And every time she sneezed, little snowmen would appear. So now you get to see these little snowmen around. Um, well, these not are, around Blizzard Beach. These are Disney around. minions is what they are. <laughs> little these, Disney yeah. minions. Pretty much. This um, is their answer for it. They They're very are, cute. Yeah. They are in the kids area. So the Tykes Peak kids area. Um, and alongside fro- uh, the little frozen snowmen and Olaf, there are also... Anna and Elsa, kids figuring. So not Anna and Elsa as we know them as adults, but them as kids. 
So that's very exciting and it's very cute. But the continuity is all off, Itzy. Oh. How can you have little kid Elsa and Anna, but also the little snow people? This doesn't make any sense. Does someone As... really complain about that? No, but I'm just I'm oh. writing no, the WDW. No, no, I'm no, writing no. the WDWNT article for myself. Just people, to... have. people have? Yes, yes. As anything, as with anything that Disney comes out with, there will be somebody complaining. I have mm. seen multiple people complain about the kid statues. And they're like, but Elsa came up with these when she was an adult. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, going, to def- <laughs> I'm going to defend this. Are you telling me Elsa never had a cold as a child? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That Are is you- sound also- logic. That is sound also, logic. Should, I will die on that hill with you. That's should great. we talk? Should we talk about how uh, the uh, princesses of a mystic land are spending their time at a frozen over ski resort? <laughs> yeah, that's the harder part. Like that's now it, melting. It, that, that is canonically in Florida. The whole point of Blizzard <laughs> Beach is that it was a failed. There was a freak snowstorm in Florida, and did they? Did they ever give a name to the like the the, the person who did it? Was it some? Is oh, it like I don't Mer- know. Merryweather pleasure kind of story, or is it? No, just I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think, okay. I don't think so. so. So, but still, it's like there's a freak storm. So there's a somebody opened a, a ski resort in Florida, and then it melted. So uh, we turned it into like it's how does how does maybe he's licensed frozen? Maybe this is meta meta. <laughs> that, that, that park lives outside the Disney uh, IP world, and so he is licensing Disney IP to be there. Maybe that's it. Well, what I love. What? is uh, uh, that they showed the restraint to only do this for Frozen. <laughs> to put them only you know in the kids' That's a world. fair point. I, yes. I was floating in Blizzard Beach, and I went, all of this is going to be Elsa creates a water park in like 10 years. Like there's no, there's no way that Frozen is not going to end up in a Blizzard-themed water park. So the fact that it's only in the kids' area and they've just like – uh, then their desire not to spend the money at this point is actually good <laughs> yes I, mean, I will contrary yeah. to many people and the argument that we have about the influx of ip in the parks i think this is a really cute idea especially yeah, if too. it's in the, in the kids area yeah because you know it's- kids will eat that up i will say the actual statues of anna and elsa look very very pretty they look very mm-hmm. very cute my one gripe is that it is the same Olaf pose position mm-hmm. that is used in everything. I'm like, you can can mix it up a bit. Yeah, it really is. Um, I will say that the nice part about this too is Blizzard Beach gets some frozen merch, which will sell well. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll all be on I kind of feel like it's a stuff. test. Like I don't think it's a test. I don't I don't think I think they're I I think they would even admit at this point that they can get out of Frozen 3, but that franchise is sort of waning more than it is i mean it's crested at this point uh and probably the waiting between one and two a little too long was part of that uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know because we still got a that last toy story that nobody asked for uh, also we, uh, ain't they opening uh, uh, like 500 different frozen lands that's true i'm not saying they're not do- pushing frozen but they already have a i just don't think an entire theme park based on one ip would be a, a good idea i don't think it's go. ever a good yeah. idea i don't know no, like people say, oh, Star Wars should have been a whole park. And I have, mm-hmm. let me show you my thesis mm-hmm. of why that not would not work. Mm-hmm. Mainly, not because, mainly because after piloting a spaceship, 
yes. and maybe a star a, a speeder bike on the surface of the planet. What else is there for a um, ride? I could go to prison. Right. <laughs> seen that recently. <laughs> we could go to Space Miami. Yeah, Space or Miami looked great. Like a flat ride that is like the droid wash or something. Like, come on. <laughs> That's what you're going to get. You know, you're you're going to get that. You need yeah. capacity. That, you I can would... only do so many dark rides, you know? That's yeah. actually I would a good happily go to the droid. I would go to the droid wash. I actually think that's one of the things that's missing. I'll stand on my soapbox for a minute. Like, one of the things that's missing from. <laughs> One of the things that's missing from Galaxy's Edge for me is like uh, something for the little littles. There's like yes. nothing, yes. and it that's needs a, it, it needs a little playground. And I thought, wouldn't it be great? You put a tiny little kid spinning ride, and you put it amongst a, a bunch of Jawa junk, like a pile, <gasps> like a pile of mm-hmm. droid junk. And it literally, you literally call it the droid wash. And it's either a splash pad play area, or mm-hmm. a sp- tiny spinning ride, or both. Yeah, like that's cute. Come on, a play area with a splash pad. Actually, I can visualize the perfect spot for that. Like, there's like too many of those photo spots with the like speeders and all that shit. You can easily take out one of those and put that there. Easily, easily. Anyway, that's off my soapbox. Thank you. Uh, Just so, just so we're clear here, at this point, we have uh, deviated in almost every segment into some other topic. I'm sorry. I think it's me. No, no, no. I, it's great. No, it's, we're it, like, it happens literally... more often than you think. Yeah. Uh, but we are. Uh, I was like, what are we talking about Star Wars? And I looked, and I was like, no, we're talking about Blizzard Beach. But now we're talking about Star Wars. Star Wars. Now we're um, talking about Star Wars. Because at Disneyland, and I'm sure we'll be at Disney World sooner than later if it's not already there by the time you listen to this, we have it's the it's time it's the best time of the year everybody right i've been waiting for this i'm ready to learn about this you've been hyping it up all week everyone everywhere you go you see you are know, you sent, it's time everybody's sending their cards everybody's ready mm-hmm. their 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 life day part we're talking about life day people that's what we're, yeah, we're talking about life day. <laughs> life day which is like star wars in the in uh, christmas in the christmas star wars in universe yeah um, everybody is readying their life day cards and um, having their life day parties and baking their life day cookies. Um, it, so, yeah. For those who don't know, Life Day is never mentioned in any of the movies. It the first time it ever made its appearance uh, was in the Star Wars Christmas special, which, if you don't already know about, is a piece oh, of a piece of camp awfulness. Is Poodoo is what it's, it is. It's, it's actually like it's not even so bad. It's good. It's painful nope, to watch. It's not it is, fun. Every time uh, I try to send... Disney Plus, no, oh, no, no, no. Somebody send me a link because I've never uh, seen looking, it, and now no, I want to. I will find it. I right have it. Now. I have it. Movie it's night. on YouTube. It's Movie on YouTube. Night. I will warn you. I will warn you of a couple of things. It never gets good enough to watch. I've, I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm 52. I've tried to watch it about 20 times, and it, it just every year I'm like, let's give it a shot. It just doesn't. It's not good. It was Let's, made in an era. That's a question then. Yeah. Of course. Is it like is it like Last Airbender bad or is it worse? Worse, worse. way worse. Damn. It's <laughs> oh so no. It's, no. it's no. really bad. So it's it, it's it was made in an era in the seventies when like a TV special um could be a variety show and that's kind of what it yeah. is in a weird Dean way. Martin could just be drunk and talk yeah. for an hour and yeah. call it a Christmas special. Um, like Dean Martin's in here? No, 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 but no, I'm just no, making no. a video like that. Is I have yeah. another question. Yeah. Is that where the picture of Mark Hamill in the gold sparkly suit came from? Or is that something else? I think that's something else. He's I never in a sparkly something suit. Else. Yeah. He but he he does have a, a kind of bad blonde wig on in that in that yeah, thing. And well, and 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 the, and he looks a little different. You'll notice he actually looks a little, a little strange. It's because um 
it was after not only after Star Wars, it's after he filmed um what was called Corvette Summer, which mm-hmm. was like one of his next movies, and he got in a really bad car accident, and it's where that scar on his face comes from. Yeah, that's um, why they put it at Empire that he gets whopped in the face. Because yeah, because he had an accident on a film set. So um uh but yeah, it's it. Hmm. <laughs> the, the, there's so many i mean we can do an episode we should do a christmas episode solely on this we should all watch it and talk about we it probably because there's should. so much because there's so much to unpack um anyway regardless life day is a is a holiday that is celebrated primarily by the wookies on kashik but it but it it, it has extended throughout the galaxy um but it's it, in the special it's most sort of um realized by the wookies um and it it's it it's a generic feel good uh, family holidays and that's I think that's the reason Disney has adopted it for merch because the merch in addition to saying Life Day the saying of Life Day is family joy harmony so it's like the live laugh love of the Star Wars universe basically yeah. is that's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what the merch is being aimed at all the mer- all the merch is like hey mom here's something for you. Well, it's not about pew, pew, pew. Yeah, right. It's red robes and you get a blue orb. And I don't know the history, but that's all I know is you have a blue orb. And I certainly bought a Chewbacca in Life Day outfit plush last year (laughs) and showed it to Chewie. He was very excited about Life Day. I bought the mug. They're so cute. I bought the mug and I bought a patch. They are. I want the Snuggie. (laughs) I want the Snuggie too. (laughs) It looks comfy. I want Chewie to wear his Life Day robes. That would be really cute. That would be really I mean, cute. Th- here's the thing. It is like, I love that this exists. I'm. Oh. It makes me so happy. But it's like the crassiest of crass money grabs. Because yes. no one, I guarantee you, no one, no one knows this, where this um, comes from. I will make a counter argument. Okay. Oh. All of the Mandalorian girls definitely know about Life Day because every single fan fiction includes oh. Life Day in it. Because Life Does Day is mentioned, really? Life Day so is in Mandalorian now, yes. too. We oh, don't, that's true. I don't know the history of Life Day, but I know that it is like a Christmas thing because in sure. every single Tumblr fan fiction that you write, it's Mando has never celebrated Life Day before. Now he has Grogu right. who wants to celebrate Life Day. Okay. Now, okay, it's the that fact makes that sense. Disney hasn't done that themselves. Hello. Right. Disney, but, go but, on but, Tumblr. But that is probably, okay, so that's, it's probably a little bit of both. It's like the zeitgeist of that. And then somewhere in a corporate boardroom in the last 10 years, there's been this giant chart with, you know, string and drawings. And things <laughs> going, How can, what are the, what are the markets we're missing? Oh, we're, we're missing out on, you know, <laughs> on moms from 28 to 42 who uh, aren't into star Wars or something, right? right? Like this is, and, and I'm, I know it's also like, we need to show the holidays somehow in galaxy's edge and we can't put up Christmas trees. So what do we do? So it's a little crass. It's a little like, Hey, this is there in the canon. We might as well use it kind of a yeah. thing. But you are um, so right about the mom aspect oh, because my absolutely. mother who knows nothing about star Wars will eat up anything with Chewbacca in it. And mm-hmm. if you show Chewbacca, a Wookiee, a mom Wookiee and a kid Wookiee and they're, in sync and they're in harmony i know my mom would eat that up the mom chewbacca pop pipeline is one i did not anticipate no. you know the what? mom to moms? chewbacca pipeline with latin moms uh latin it's moms? chewbacca latin moms it's chewbacca and r2d2 and let me tell you why it's r2d2 because we say 
in in not only is is Star Wars a thing, we call him Arturito. Arturito, <laughs> which right, is like right. Arthur Arturito, yeah. and like tiny, like me, tiny Arthur. Yeah, let me tell you, it took me years to realize that that's not his name. His name is R two D two, not I Arthur. I grew up hearing Arturito, yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard that Arturito. Oh, I'm telling you right now, now he's Arthur to me. Tiny Arthur. Arturito. I also love, I've actually seen the shirts that are the Star Wars font, but it says Estarguars. I made one and I wear it all the time. Yes, I can make you one. I can make all of you guys one. That's not not cultural appropriate if I I wear it, is it? uh, Nope. I live in Southern California. Listen, (laughs) now that we have the trifecta of Andor and Dinjarin and... um, Poe Dameron, we're set. We're yeah. good. We have our Lat- Star Wars. Good. Yeah, Latin. Uh, st- I believe, and I don't know f- firsthand, but I think it's you'll you'll tell me. I, it seems like uh, Star Wars is now entirely embraced as a part of Latin culture <laughs> because of those Star editions. Wars? Yes, it's insane how much. Because my family used to not really be into Star Wars. We used to be like anything but Star Wars. We want our kids to be into anything but Star Wars because we can't understand it. <laughs> it's such a deep lore and it's such like we it's too much English. But recently, I, now that Andor is on, Diego Luna used to be a telenovela star. Yes, he was. Right. Yes. So now I was watching uh, Andor with just like, you know, in our living room. And I see my mom behind me. She goes, is that is that who I think it is? I said, yeah, that's Diego Luna. And she Pretended like she wasn't watching. She goes, oh, he's never done that before. Oh, I've never seen him. Do she goes, oh, him? And I'm like, oh, oh, you love him. You love him. I love him. We love him. And she would just like, you know, throw out Diego Luna fun facts as we were watching. Now I want to now I want to caption uh, Andor with things like, you know, cries in Spanish below it. That- I have there's a I have this one meme that I have saved that's like cures depression in Spanish and it's just Cassian Andor. <laughs> I love that meme. The, that telenovela meme, like the gasps and things. Oh. They're over over dramatic. I love it so much. So everything. That's so, so cool to hear. That what a what a great unexpected little on road for Star Wars mm-hmm. for your mom. That's really cool. I'm yeah. getting her into the lore. At first it was baby Yoda. She goes, Oh, that baby Yoda, he's so cute. I love him. And then he took off the helmet. She goes, oh, um, that's, that's, that's. I'm like, that's Pedro Pascal, mom. I told you baby Yoda is a Latino. He's one of ours. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So good. So good. I love it. Oh, the saga of little Arthur. Um, little okay. Arthur. Arturito. Um, let us move on to another little man. Um, and this is... Uh, that was mean. <laughs> I'm happy to be mean. Um, this is uh, Robert J. Paypack. I don't know his middle name. I'm going to say it's Jay. Um, we've lost Itzy. She's, she has swallowed water or something exactly when I said that. And uh, she's now dying. Um, but, uh, Victoria, tell us about a recent Wall Street Journal interview with... Um, Mr. Chapek and uh how how did that go? <laughs> Sorry, I had a sneeze. So yes, um our dear friend Bob Chapek spoke at uh, Wall Street Journal Tech Live um within the past two weeks now, I believe. And yes. as always, um he don't know how to communicate how he's feeling. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean there there's a lot. I'm just gonna hit the highlights. <laughs> 
So the big one that I saw circulating um, was when he was asked about comments regarding animation and Disney Plus and uh, how he feels about the future of streaming services. He mentioned, um, well, a lot of people took it wrong, which I'm sure Nathan is going to touch on, but he basically Mm -hmm. said that, um, I always say that when our fans and our audiences put their kids to bed at night after watching Pinocchio or Dumbo or Little Mermaid, they're probably not going to tune it into another animated movie. Adults want something for them. Um, It did not go well. So, no. so that was just one of the big highlights, but I know you wanted yeah. to mention something. Well, like that. Uh, 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 so he said this and every anime nerd in the world went Bleh, all, all over his ass. And my thing is he is not wrong. <laughs> the majority of parents don't watch animated material after. I don't agree with the idea that you, that I, I think there is a long history of industry types equating animation with children's entertainment exclusively and anytime that kind of gets brought up everyone's saddle suddenly gets a burr in it and is like that's not the case and i completely agree it's absolutely not the case but he's not trying to make that point here he's he's just saying that they want material that they can watch that they wouldn't watch with their child now does he say that correctly no because he's no and he's terrible at this but that is what his intention is. And I was kind of annoyed that this became the lead story because he has so much dumb shit to say about park capacity and other stuff, which I'm sure you're about to say, that is oh, yes. far more interesting. <laughs> so, really I mean, yeah. I know, I just feel like maybe one or two, like, you know, public speaking classes at his local, you know, community <laughs> college. Like, you can shape, like, you work for, like, a company that's literally about to celebrate its 100th birthday and you don't know how to speak clearly on what you're actually saying the irony is nine times out of ten these the 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 media training at companies like this i've been through it the media training these places is nuts and so it it, it feels to me like it's a little off the range like he's like he's you know yeah yeah yeah. or he's that bad at it he took that much training and he's that bad yeah 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 but you know it's... Oh, but don't worry, it gets better. <laughs> we still have to talk about the parks. So, um, for those who don't know, if you don't listen to us, and in which case, I don't know what you're doing with your life. But um, Disneyland and Disney World are currently being sued for their parks reservation system. Now, they, he Shapek was asked about this, and he basically made a made a dig at i guess some naysayers and said that we call the reservation system heresy or whatever about that but expressed and just stayed on the fact that it is beneficial to the company and capacity and making sure they can control the amount of people that can come in and who they can service and x y and z and they don't want to turn away people from the gates um if that's the hole you want to die on i guess i mean yeah, but yeah, but of I mean. course he completely confuses the definition of what park capacity is yeah. uh, because if we've he, ever gotten a clear definition of what exactly that is. Well, and and they keep talking about like they want to have the maximum amount of guests that can handle they can handle and provide a magical experience. And my question is, okay, your parks have always had capacity, 
and you rarely hit capacity and you were able to in the past still have a magical experience. Now, I'll be the first to admit that there are more people going to Disney now than there were in the 90s. That's just yeah. clear. Yeah, that's just a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, you have to do something about that. I have – and I'm the weird one. I have no issue with the park reservation system. Not at all. I think it's. I think it can be flexible enough to allow AP in. You can have enough of a pool left over to make that happen. I don't think it's mm-hmm. that big of a deal. I've never had trouble really getting into the parks when I want to. And guess what? I live here. If I can't go one day, I'll go another. It's not a big deal. Um, but that said, it's not it, this idea that uh, the system has been put in place to guarantee fairness because we don't want the family in Wisconsin to show up at the door and mm-hmm. like not be able to get in. Bitch, who is this family from Wisconsin and how, why are they so terrible at this? You know, Wait, we're in yeah. Wisconsin now? I don't no, know did, where did, they did were you from. Say Denver? Denver. I thought it said Denver. Whatever. Denver's it's, where the money at is, Nathan. That's true. Yeah, Denver Denver <laughs> would would take care of it. The family from Denver and the family from Wisconsin are two different types yeah. of demographics people. and markets. And wow. the, th- the thing is, is I still don't know why they have ticket booths. Yeah. You see every day, every time you go, Wait, there's the people, point of that? there are people up there getting tickets for the day. And I'm like, first of all, stop doing that. <laughs> if they can't you know find why? someone to you ask know? for a ticket, they can't get a ticket. Yeah. You know why? Because Redbox still exists. Yeah. I mean, yeah. think about it, right? Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's easy for like, I, I still to this day will occasionally walk into Starbucks with my pre-mobile ordered or ready to pick up and get the stink eye from people waiting in line because they just yeah. don't get it. They just don't yes. understand. And yeah. so or they don't want to do it, which is at that point a choice. Right. Yeah. And then and, and then the other dirty little secret of a place like Walt Disney World, it's easy for us as you know, multiple, you know, pass holders and people that go all the time to think that there are that everybody that goes goes a lot. The, yes, the, the dirty little secret is most of the people who go for extended vacations there go once in like every 10 years. Yeah, it's totally. not a yearly thing. And so right. so the people that are going now probably have not been since the early aughts, you know, and mm. and so it's like I'm of two I'm of two minds. I'm of like, you know, uh, uh, I want the audience to evolve. Right. The Starbucks yeah. is a perfect model for that. Like I love ordering on my Starbucks app because I don't have to interface with another human. I love pay at the pump because can, I'm in what a mood. Can, can I just for one sec? I, I have had this story in my heart for a week and I, I have had no one to tell it. I thought <laughs> I probably should just tell it on a public podcast. So now and then I'll be coming home from work. I have a bit of a commute and it's a I need Starbucks at the end of the day kind of day. You know, I need a treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't crash this car into the side of a cliff um, uh, or whatever. Uh, so the uh, I, I, I ordered online and I, I, I timed it. I used everything right and I said, okay, I'm going to hit this button and it will be ready by the time I get to the door. It should be close, right? And so mm-hmm. I did it and I, I landed. I parked. Uh, I went into the Starbucks. I don't know why I did this. I did a spin. At the door, I opened the door and kept, and I just did a little twirl. I was feeling flourishy, and my drink got sat down in front of me at the exact moment. And I picked it up and I walked out, and I felt like a god. I felt like <laughs> this is the the perfect like I I I ordered, I parked, I went in, I did a twirl. They basically put it in my hand, and I walked out. And I was like, this is the I feel. 
so powerful in this moment. I have no one to tell that like, story. No one can it's, touch me. No, you were no like the beginning of every rom com sitcom where they showed this guy's perfect life. You're, yeah, you're that right. person. It happened. No, it that's happens. specifically Hallmark energy. though. That yeah. is a mood. That is a thousand percent mood. And so, yeah. like, I love that those moments. Uh-huh. And you know, I, I'm, I, I'm less upset about the reservation system. Yes, yeah. it was. It was. It's nice to be able to just stroll over to the park and 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 go whenever I want. But the the truth of the matter is, the business they've built in the last twenty five thirty years. It has made that untenable, right? And for a couple of reasons, they they have um, given away the gate, the the the, the prices of, of of tickets and passes. They just discounted too much in the early aughts, and so they created an audience that will just go in like a mall, right? Yep. And that's what. And unfor- and I'm not criticizing that audience. That's the market they created, and so that is true. They and they had, needed that market during the recession. And, they and desperately they needed those people. Desperately yeah. needed, and so now coming out the other end of that, they have this audience that loves dropping in on any time. And so I, that I do miss that part, but I'll deal with reservations and checking last minute and things. And hey, I wonder if I can get a reservation today. Like I'm fine with that. It's the genie plus that I have a problem with. Yeah, because genie plus is. They because they raised the price and their monster they raised the price and then 10 days later raised it another ten dollars like it's, it's it's nearly thirty dollars now no it is it's no it 30 is bucks. $30. It, it peaked no, it's thirty dollars now at disneyland like it last peaked week at, i think yeah it's just that that part of it is like i'll deal with the reservations and all that just make it max pass again or 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 you know max pass was to me was the the best sort of amalgam of a digital cool. system Max Pass. and the original it, it was, was great it worked really perfect. well out here yeah, yeah. and i cool. will say as i took my family for the first time last summer <clears throat> like they've never been to disney they don't know how any of it works if mm-hmm. i wasn't around and they went by themselves they would have had oh, no they would have been lost yeah. it would have one have yeah. been lost and two they wouldn't even know how to get into the parks because yeah. tickets are now on your phone tickets are like magic band i have to get everybody magic band because i'm like i yeah it's just easier but then again you're paying more yeah for the ease it, of things and it's not even easier i guess that's I really why say, oh we're all excited i will say Go ahead, it, Dave. It, i was no no i was gonna say i will say it's the reason i reluctant very reluctantly held my nose and got my magic key again this year i know that sounds privileged and snobby but it is the but reason okay. i it I is but the reason but yeah, the reason I did it was because I I I always have a lot of friends coming into town to go to yep. Disneyland, yep. and I have quite a number of friends I know coming up in the next year who have never been, and I'm like, they will have a terrible time if I'm not with them. They will have an yeah. absolute, abjectly, you know, terrible time. Yeah. So it's like, all right, this is my duty to try to make this better. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll take that bullet. I'll be the martyr and and, yeah. and, and take them to <laughs> Disneyland. But it's like. <laughs> But it's true. It's it, it, it's you're so right. Like if you are not a regular or or somebody who is a power user on your phone for for all kinds of commerce and shopping um, or scheduling or any of that, how to set your notifications, even stuff like that on your phone. If you're not into that, Disneyland and Disney World are difficult. Oh, it's going to be a miserable for you. Well, last it's time very I hard. went back when Galaxy's Edge still had the virtual queue for yeah. um, Rise. There was this sweet old lady who goes, I don't know how to get it. And she showed me her flip phone. And I said, oh, oh no. Because she goes, I'm here with my grandkids and they really want to ride this ride. But I don't know Honey. how to get on this ride. And I was like, I don't know how to tell you that you can't. If yeah. you have your flip phone. 
I mean, yeah. I think the experienced team can help them. Sure. Like they would have to give them like a paper one, but that's kind of part of it too, because it kind of ages out certain demographics like i've i've seen an elderly couple turned away mm-hmm. from the gate because they didn't know they yeah. had to make a reservation but I, uh, and it's hard i'm not saying there's an easy answer and clearly there's not but but and there's not but there's no. some things we can attest to and one of the things we can attest to is and something that kevin perger brings up uh on twitter when he was discussing this which is this reservation system allows them to pay less cast members have mm-hmm. a smaller amount and then say, oh, that's we're just a magical experience. We can only have that many people. We're going to charge you more. Like, the demand is so high. This is what Bob Chapek has said so long now. It's like it's this abuser mm-hmm. mentality of like it's not my fault that you're having a bad time. Uh, it's your fault because you keep showing up. And we, like we're just going to keep raising prices because – look, I mean it's the same. They always do this kind of stuff, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We made – we made uh, – more profit this year than last year no you didn't you charged everybody more you didn't like that's not like you didn't do profit it's not and the general public i think is waking up to that idea because i'm seeing less and less the argument that the reservation system is for crowd control right the i keep seeing people say no it's because they want to like you know hire or not hire or like place the least amount of cms that they have possible yeah. to do it and that's yes, I've heard this as well I'm, yeah. i keep seeing it more and more and i'm like now you're just losing the the smoke and mirrors that you had about <laughs> crowd control you're losing that so where yeah. are you going to go from here and, yeah. and the chink yeah. the chink in the armor also is the you know the recent announcements from tokyo disneyland and tokyo disney resort where okay they are seeing record profits and mm. they are not raising prices but in order to maintain a good experience because of the influx of people that are coming, they are lowering their capacity limit. Yeah. Like, and now this is very what? recent. Now charging if you want a seat at their nighttime show. Right. I did see that this morning, which, and yeah, I think that's which, very smart. Which makes sense. It's it's yeah, it, yeah because people there like camp out. They they you you put your tatami mat down yeah. at like two in the two in the afternoon for a nine o'clock show. Honestly, yeah. I feel um, like if they utilize the virtual queue system for the shows in that way, it would be a great way also, to spread out the crowds too. Yeah. You also can't buy a ticket at the ticket booths anymore at TDR. They, the ticket no. booths are completely closed. Yeah. It's all digital. And you can't buy a multi-day ticket anymore. They are single day tickets or nothing. No annual passes right now at all. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, and they are making money. <laughs> hand over fist yeah you know yeah because um, even then the ap who would have been the ap it's a cheap enough ticket yeah and you're getting a good enough difference yeah right. you're, you're, it's if, a good enough experience that you're kind of like for okay, the amount of once times, a month and for the amount of that. times i went to for the amount of times i went on my magic key to disneyland last year i could have gone the equivalent number of times or more to tokyo disney resort on single day tickets yeah like that's yeah. the financial truth right there. Yeah. I, and lean... I will say, oh, go ahead. I will say something about going back to Bob Chapik and Chapek. I mean, and no, you interview. said it right the first time. Did I? Chapstick. Okay. I, Chapstick. I'm an ESL kid. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce anything. Bobby Chapstick. Yeah. Um, He <laughs> made this comment that really like stuck with me. And I understand that we are a very niche nerdy group and that not everybody is into the business side as we are. But he said, if you were a Disney fan, you don't really care about the organizational structure of the company. <laughs> and I said, you, you were just not aware. You were yeah. not aware of the company. Like, I begrudgedly sat through this half hour interview 
just to make sure I didn't take things out of context and things mm-hmm. of that sort. But I was like, just that small little snippet. I said, that's enough. I don't want to listen to it anymore. I, um, yeah. that kind of irritates me because a good chunk of um, his fan base were former cast members and, and our shareholders <laughs> and shareholders. And, and, and dating back to the original Disneyland television show where Walt himself would talk to his, talk to the public. Like you couldn't be more wrong. The company yeah. and the parks have literally been built on the personalities of the organizing structure. That's, li- that's literally how Walt sold it. Like, yeah. oh, that's so infuriating. And I understood that. Yeah, he was yeah, trying Eisner to play it off. It. Yeah. He was really trying to play it off because he's like, we had all of these different silos, and now I just turned it into two: the parks and physical aspect, and then the studios and the, and the animation aspect. And I'm like, I don't think that's a good thing that yeah. you. I mean, I guess um, he's trying to make it sound like he consolidated, and yeah, like, I guess. I, I, again, going back to the issue where I kind of get what he's trying to say, but he just fries it like he does not know how to say what he actually means yeah every time anyway we could spend all day talking about bob chapek's interview but we should probably move on <laughs> i'm calling um, him bob chapstick from now on thank you it's yeah bobby, i'm calling bobby. him bobby Ch- i'm calling him bobby chapstick, bobby, bobby, bobby bobby chapstick. Bobby my chapstick. two my two favorite people bobby chapstick and little arthur um, <laughs> that's gonna be an animated that's gonna be like calvin and Hobbes, like little drawings of them bobby going, going, going through the yes. going through the parks yeah this is um, my call to action to anybody who knows how to animate please make that happen. yes bobby chapstick <laughs> and arturito please make that a thing Make that a shirt. Um, yes. Yes, please. We we were uh, contact me artists. We'll sell it on our on our uh, T public. Um, Dave, we should talk a little bit about um, two sort of transitionary things. We have a a passing of a legend and a and a retirement uh, of a a big influence in Disney as well. Let's start yeah. with our passing. Um, imaginary legend. Uh, Alice Davis has passed away. Um, Alice, of course, as many know, was the uh, a, a fully and 100% an Imagineer in her own right. Um, but she was also, of course, the uh, wife and uh, always collaborator of her husband, Mark Davis, and uh, in, in his work. Um, she, you know, was toe to toe with uh, every legendary imagineer you can imagine and and she passed away at i believe it was it was it 93 is, 93, is 93 93 what a life right so what you a have life. some you have some alice davis stories right well yeah and very minor I, I i got the chance to meet her a couple of times years ago in the 90s at um uh what, what the herb ryman show it was like an art show mm-hmm. that imagineering used to put on yeah. and it was mostly imaginary imagineers personal artwork on display and for sale. I actually have a couple of that I bought over the years. Cool. Um, and it would fund the Ryman uh, Institute's uh, programs for uh, for young artists. So it was a very cool little charity thing. But I went in the 90s and I met like John Hench and and Mark and Alice Davis and Mark Davis. And like as a as a starry-eyed, you know, 20 something just getting into the industry, it was like anime eyes walking around meeting all these yeah. people and they're all really great they're all exactly kind of the characters that you've seen that you've heard about in terms of the their biographies and people have written about them before my friend chris Merritt um wrote the big uh, uh if you've not bought or seen disney fans the two volume mark davis uh coffee table book set you owe it to yourself to g- put it on your christmas yeah. list it is so lovely and it is the most exhaustive research yeah uh on on mark and chris alice and, and uh chris and pete doctor right yeah 
Pete Doctor yeah. from uh, from Pixar helped with it as well. Um, anyway, and and Chris was a Imagineer in his own right for many years. So, uh, but anyway, he is the one that like. Uh, uh, introduced me to Alice at, at, at a couple of events like this, and he did all of the interviews with her. He's he's got all these um, oral histories with her for years, and and Mark as well. But so so they Mark Mark and Alice met while he was teaching a, an animation course at uh, Schoenard here uh, Art Institute here in California, and they didn't start dating then. Um, it wasn't until uh, she was working at at Imagineering, and she was uh, brought in as a costume assistant um for mary blair yeah. for the uh for the dolls in um uh, uh in uh, it's a small world and so she did costumes on some of your favorite attractions that and pirates and and uh in the midst of that uh, uh also became mark davis's wife but um but was an incredible imagineer and an incredible personality herself and carried on mark's legacy after his death in 2000 right is when i think uh, i believe um, i want to so. say like 2000 2001 i think yeah yeah um and so so if you 2000. don't 2000. yeah if you, 2000? If, you okay. if you don't know her look her up um she is a disney legend she was inducted in 2004 she has a window on main street in disneyland uh, that was put there in 2012 right next to mark's window which is very sweet um but she was a powerhouse and you know we don't hear about um the, from that era, especially, um, we don't hear enough about the female Imagineers and their contributions. We all know, you know, Mary Blair, but Alice is mm. absolutely right there with her um, uh, and, and Harriet B and and all the other incredible talent that that uh, started there and, and continues to work there. Yeah. Um, it, she's a shining star of of uh, of uh, of creating things that we love and she's a big component of why we love them look at the the design of those dolls in in small world the way that each one of them distills down a national culture into a very simplified silhouette a simplified color palette that a kid can understand that's that's genius level design right Mm -hmm. um so it's it's a it's 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 sad that she's gone, but ninety three is a hell of a run. Yeah, um, and so, what a legacy to leave behind. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. She's one of the last. I mean, we have. Yeah, I, I'm very certain Ooh. she's like one of like three. I think or? there's there's not many many left. I'm trying to think who's still with us from that Bob original. Bob Gurr. Bob Gurr. Protect um, that man. Which it must be protected at all costs. I'll, I'll, off the record. Oh, Julie I'll, Andrews too. Well, not an Imagineer, but not Imagineer. very important to the company. But a off, legend. Off the off the recording, I will tell you my story of meeting um, Bob Gurr, which is I'm always for which is secret Bob stories. Which is PG thirteen, and it's fantastic. You love it. Lovely. Um, lovely anyone man. who wants to know, just write to me, and I'll I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> he's a, he's, no, you gotta you gotta subscribe to our Patreon. Oh, there no <laughs> Patreon, right? Our Patreon for for Rat Castle After Dark. Yeah, um, it could be a a, a TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's and it's nothing. It's and it's it's not a, a bad story about Bob. He's an amazing. He's a wonderful man as well. And I've had a I've had the uh, distinct pleasure of, of having a number of cocktails with him. Gertinis, he calls them yep. um, <laughs> at, at his house, sitting in a, 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 a Mr. Toad's car that is in his living room. So <laughs> I'm a I'm a very lucky boy that way. But but yeah, she's one of the last and um, and deserves a, a raise a toast to her next time you uh go to one of the parks and ride through especially original Disneyland's small world. Cause that yeah. is her work. Yeah. 
She's awesome. Uh, and then, of course, we have a retirement over at Disney. Um, yeah. Uh, Bob Weiss, or is it Weiss or Weiss? I want to get it Weiss. right. Bob Weiss. I want to say it's Weiss. Uh, yeah, Bob it's Weiss. Weiss is uh, retired after 42 years with the company. Um, and from what you've told us, Dave, he's a, he was a, he's a pretty good egg. He is uh, he is a stand up guy and and one of those people at Imagineering. I've never worked for him personally um, uh, because I've never actually worked at Imagineering. I've I've consulted for them on the side occasionally, but uh, all my friends that have worked for him, uh, he's one of those universally liked guys. He's just a stand up guy. In addition to being amazingly talented, is an incredible team leader. Um, it, it, it amplifies voices all around him. I've just heard nothing but glowing praise for him um uh upon this announcement that he's leaving he he got uh two years ago he got the thea tea lifetime achievement award um very 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 well uh deserved um you know and he's one of the few imagineers there's only a handful that are folks who worked in the park right he's one of he's an he's he's a a generation who was studying uh, architecture at Polytech, uh, Cal Poly Pomona, which is not far from Disneyland. And he worked in the park as a cast member selling popcorn and ice cream. And, 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 you know, as, and he, and he says, he tells stories about taking that job because in architecture, that is a case study. Disneyland is a case study of how architecture can affect you emotionally, how it can, can influence your choices, how it can move you around a space. And so he really went there you know, academically to work there. And that led to a call from Imagineering in 1980. And after getting out of college and within uh, a a year, he was working in Japan on Tokyo Disneyland. And then, (laughs) (laughs) so Tokyo Disneyland, Hollywood Studios, Tokyo Disney Sea, uh, uh, California, California Adventure version one, Shanghai Disney. Um, I mean, his portfolio is incredible and his work speaks for itself. But if you get a chance to watch the Imagineering story or any of the interviews with him online, he's this incredibly soft-spoken guy who, when he talks about his work, he doesn't talk about his work. He talks about everybody else's work. Do you know what I mean? He's he's that kind of guy. When he talks about Imagineering, he talks about the wealth of talent and knowledge and spirit and, and human human beings there. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and his role is to keep those plates spinning. Right. And yeah. that's the sign. That's the sign of a good leader. He's, he's, he is a creative guy, but I, I, he just, when you hear him talk about his work in Imagineering, it is praise and love and respect for everybody who's ever worked for, with or for him. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is the mark of uh, of a Disney legend right there. Yeah. It's fascinating because we're uh, we're you know we we're talking about uh, first waves are are uh, passing away, second yeah. waves are retiring. Yeah, um, we've had yeah. a couple second waves retire recently, and yeah. Yeah. Disney's sort of on their third wave, maybe their fourth yes. almost at this point. But um, it's interesting to see that transition, and uh, um, there's always yeah, there was the there was the group that created everything, and yeah. then there was the group that was there. Um, you know, at the start uh, when they were kids and, and end up being CMs and some of that still lasts, but yeah, it's just yeah. interesting. It's interesting. The lineage of some of these people and, and yeah. uh, we wish Bob all the best. Enjoy your retirement, yeah. sir. Absolutely. Yay. Bob. Can't wait um, to see what the new generation brings. Yes, please. Oh, just give them money for Christ's sake. Please. Um, <laughs> please. All right. We're going to be moving on to our next segment, which of course is, uh, Disney film and TV and something I'm very excited about, which is that Disney is set to release on Disney plus the new season coming up, uh, of, uh, Dr. Who. 
And not only that, they are giving financial backing to the BBC to make Doctor Who even slicker. Uh, this is very exciting for me. Uh, this is the return of Russell T. Davies as the showrunner. He he showrunned for the ninth and tenth Doctor when the show was rebooted, uh, and the new Doctor is uh, Shudi Gatwe, who uh, is will be the first Black Doctor. Uh, I don't know if his character. I don't know if the Doctor's going to be gay, but Shudi certainly is, and he was. In, uh, he's in the show Sex Education. You might know him from that. And then uh, there is going to be a, a trans companion, which is amazing. Um, so it's interesting. It's very awesome to see Disney kind of put some money into this franchise. Uh, I have always been interested in what Disney could do with this franchise. Um, and I, I, this feels like a relationship Disney wants to continue to foster. This seems like a mm-hmm. good IP to have. It's a family friendly yeah. property with a, a huge fan base, uh, and a show that is currently looking to re kind of, uh, integrate itself into American culture. It got really big for a while, uh, and then they had a couple Doctor Reincarnations uh, that kind of fell flat. I, I'll be the first to admit I didn't even finish the last couple seasons. I, it was just Neither kind of I. miserable. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was like yeah. pulling teeth to be it, honest. It was rough, and no shade uh, to the actress who was playing the Doctor at the time. It was just Chris Jimble did not do a good job with the show. Uh, no, we ended up watching the regeneration did. episode. We just sort of said, uh screw it we're just going to go to the end (laughs) so um i'm all caught up and i'm excited um what's funny about this relationship is i always thought that that it should be universal that picked up and worked with uh doctor i was at um terminator 2 uh, 3d ages ago and they had doctor who merchandise in the gift shop because it was like you like time stuff like here's some back to the future here's some doctor who here's some terminator uh and i thought oh gosh this this is a property Universal should pick up on. So funnily enough, Dave, this is before I ever knew you. I wanted to replace your ride with Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> only, Not awkward. Only because uh, it is pretty close to the London um, cityscape. Uh, and I thought, okay, you could oh, you sure. could, if you wanted to kind of keep that going and make it a, a unit warehouse or something and, and have the yeah. – the doctor, uh, you know, you go into the TARDIS and, and, and then of course it makes sense. Everyone's got selling screwdrivers and you, you shoot at Daleks and Cybermen, right? You keep the system the same. Um, right. But anyway. Yeah. But, and instead of guns, you've got, you've got the sonic screwdrivers yeah. at every seat, you know? Yeah. And, and <laughs> I always thought a rotating animatronic of who the doctor is at the time. So you could always shift. That oh, that's funny. Them. Yeah. That's funny. Um, a doctor who question. Sure. Yeah. Of course mm-hmm. I have an answer. Um, Everything I know about Doctor Who came from Tumblr. Like, I know if I say super cool, <laughs> people will shudder. But um, was Don't it We're ever, all going like, back to Tumblr, apparently, from what Twitter's telling Oh, it always comes back to Tumblr with me. Yeah. Um, did it ever, like, air on American, like, news networks? Or was it always just uh, no. BBC and you'd have to, like, stream it, it from somewhere? It, it showed on PBS here when I was yeah, it showed in, on in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, my, my education in all things, like, um, Monty Python, Doctor Who... Um, uh, are you being served? Yeah. You know, all the Brit- British sitcoms and things, all that was from PBS before um, cable TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, there it's like, you know, my fringy weird little friends in junior high who loved uh, um, uh, 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 Monty Python. We all loved Dr. Who at the time, but nobody yes. mainstream, nobody no. knew it. Cause it only, it was, the, weird, the weird kids watched it, you know, it became known to me when I was in high school because yeah. there was a, a, like a British explosion yeah. of 
media yeah. coming up again. And I yeah. remember going and like walking past the journeys or uh what's the other one? Spencer's and a hot topic. And I would just always see Doctor Who stuff. <laughs> yeah. When but they I rebooted always... when they rebooted the show, um and yeah. Yeah. uh that was when BBC America started to play it. Okay. So it's a premium cable channel, but it was around and and uh, it was sort of that plus streaming rights because BBC was sort of like whoever wants it can can showcase. So the old <laughs> show isn't really like I I love a lot of the actors in the old show and I desperately tried to watch seasons and it's just oh it's so boy it's really long and and it's just like the old show two is, hours yeah the old oh, show's rough it's real rough um, and the new stuff's great it, some of yeah. it looks like screensaver graphics the really early Christopher <laughs> Eccleston season and, and the Daytona yeah. ones but uh, yeah. it's still charming it's all get out so I just um, always yeah. assumed it already had a property attached to it so when I saw that Disney Plus it was coming to Disney Plus I was super shocked and super confused yeah, yeah. I don't I think love they're going to have any of the old stuff I don't think I think what I think what BBC wants and Disney wants is to be able to say like if you're coming in, you can come in fresh. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna have 20 seasons or whatever behind this on Disney Plus. It's just gonna start here. So um, is it is it going to be on? Is this a BBC co-production that will be on BBC and Disney Plus? Yes, is that BBC. This is what's really interesting. BBC will play it per normal, uh, mm-hmm. and and BBC will have it on its iPlayer. Yeah. And then internationally, every other market Disney is owned. Disney. Too. That's uh. Yes. That's pretty spectacular. That's huge. That's I also smart. love. I also love that you said, and and at first I, I I sort of bristled, but you're kind of right when you said it's family friendly because mm-hmm. it is. I mean, it is. It's yeah. also freaky. And I remember yeah. as a kid, there was a couple of episodes of some of some of the various aliens that were really profoundly like scarred yeah. in my brain, scary. But in that good, in that good way that you kind of want as a kid, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I, mean, I mean it's old school to say British kids. Every one of them hid behind the couch. Just of and stuff. Yeah, if I had seen Blink when I was twelve or thirteen yeah. years old, I would have lost oh my, my mind. Which one is yeah. the one with Blink, the statues? That's Blink. Yeah, that's the Blink. one. Blink. I only yeah, know that. Blank. I only know about that from gift sets and me being the biggest oh. baby alive. I oh. had nightmares about it, and I don't even know what it was. I it just is, saw the gift sets, and it freaked me out. Freaky. Yo. It is it's a like, really. It's one of the few episodes where you see the doctor get scared. Like yeah. he's so the doc the, the doctor is so unflappable normally, but even in that one, he's like, whatever you do, yeah. you know, you should Don't watch the whole blink. episode. It's a great, actually, it's funny. That's a really great onboarding episode for hundred percent. I've, I've said, watch yeah. that one. You'll you understand, you'll understand what this show is. Yeah. And it's isolated. There's no yeah. companion or anything. It's it's a right. separate uh episode it's great and if you really want it's a, you'd really get into it if if you it's wanted great. to dive I in i can guarantee that one and another thing that also really intrigued me was the van gogh episode it's an excellent oh. it's it'll be oh what another a, one i a don't episode i've yeah. never seen the actual episode but just seeing everybody talk about it online mm-hmm. makes me weep it was just a, thinking about it yeah yeah it was yeah. so good it was it one of those so episodes good. like that made me feel cry yeah so I already think that if Disney was really on their game, there'd be a at least a blue police box at the UK Pavilion in Epcot. It doesn't make any sense. That should have just I already happened. I see them like doing something in the studios with that if they take something out. I mean, Indiana Jones could go, but Indiana Jones goes nowhere. I said it, Nathan. No, no, no. Said it. I've never seen. I've never seen that show. Oh, it's you gotta see. It's great. It's amazing. I know. I know. But uh, what do you guys think? What, what should be done? I don't think I. some people are already like, well, there was going to be a Mary Poppins ride at UK. That could be where a Doctor Who ride is. And it's like, first of all, that Mary Poppins ride 
was like a freaking carousel. It was gonna be nothing. Um, uh, so True. no. Uh, I still but wanted it though. I, I, my thing with Epcot is now officially like bring in IPs because if 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 they don't like they just do stereotype stuff and there's nothing it's more nothing. stereotypical than being like what's what's Britain uh, Doctor Who let's just put a Doctor Who right like it's just so yeah, cliche yeah. but I think uh, Studios is yeah. a great place I think Studios makes a lot of sense to me too or Tomorrowland I think Tomorrowland makes a ton of sense. Alien I mean, Encounter, all... Stitches Encounter, True. Right, the, perfect, I mean the room sense. is even the right shape. So it really is (laughs) to be in the TARDIS. My, my deep vision is you start at unit unit is the shield of doctor who is the best way to explain it. They are the Mm -hmm. agency and the whole queue is in unit. And then in the, in the uh, pre-show we, we peppers ghost in the TARDIS dissolving into the room, but here's the key. It's not actually somehow I don't have, I don't know the engineering of this, but you actually then go through the TARDIS. So you go, you go into the TARDIS and then it becomes the rest of the queue and you go through the queue until you get on whatever you need to get on. Um, or you, or the TARDIS takes you to the next place, uh, that you need to go or whatever. Mm. Um, I I just, there's so much you could do with it. The only problem with the show, of course, is the doctor changes the main character. The actor changes every three seasons, basically at this, this point. So you have to sort of a lot of, they've done exhibitions and stuff of Dr. Who. And every time they've made it all like video content with the doctor, because they can flip it out if they need to without much issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's tricky. You don't want to like spend thousands of dollars on a David Tennant animatronic and then be like, does Matt Smith's face fit on this? I don't know. Um, So it's tricky, but I, I I don't know. I think, I think, I mean, you can always make it like a experience. You don't have to necessarily meet the doctor, but you know, you can go through like the TARDIS or. I don't necessarily think a ride works unless it's a slow moving dark ride of some sort. That's what I was thinking. Like, and you come up with, because so much of them are, are, are very linear stories that loop Mm -hmm. back on themselves and have weird timey, wimey, wibbly wobbly stuff. But, but like, it's like alien of the week, right? It's like threat of the week story. Mm-hmm. Usually. And so it's like, I, you know, I, your idea or before of saying that it was a rumor to, to go into uh, Terminator 2, did you say? Like, would be well, a, they a, just had, they just had merch there. Oh, because okay. it was time travel merch, basically. And that's what I mean, made me a think show, a show a with show live works actors. Great. Yeah. The show works great with with live actors, big aliens, big media, some sort of big scenic change like T two three D did. Yeah, I think that would actually be really awesome because um, you can both be in the TARDIS and be somewhere else. Right, but I also think in my brain, if I look at the um, trackless. Uh, vehicles in Rise and you put Dalek dots on them and you say you're captured by Daleks and then the doctor like takes control of that and takes you where you need to go. Like you can do a trackless ride if, if I mean, that's basically ripping off Rise, but there, there are ways that I think that you can be a part of it's good. It'd be very Cyberman heavy, very Dalek heavy. Yeah. Definitely yeah. a weeping angels moment, maybe, but it's yeah, basically yeah. a monster ride. And then you use the pre-show and all the other elements to bring in whatever doctors, the newest doctor. Um, and, and then you can do something. I don't think Disney's going to spend that kind of money, but I, I do think we're like, there should have already been a, a TARDIS. Not even, you can not even say it if you don't want to Disney, it could just be a blue police box, but I mean, I guess they could use that area, that one building in Disney Springs too. The one that used to be NBA experience. I don't know what it is now. But. Oh, I mean, you could literally just bring over the old Doctor Who experience from it, Cardiff. It's never been in I, America. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think that's use probably, all that space. Yeah, that's probably like the easiest way to do it if, mm. at the entry and see gauge, you know, reaction and popularity. 
I always thought that area should be like a museum type, like exhibition experience type of thing. So with like their Mm -hmm. new things, they can bring in like, look at all this stuff, the behind the scenes stuff. Well, and we were just talking about the neon city company, like, like Mm -hmm. it's not big enough for that kind of stuff. I don't think, but you're right. Like it could be a traveling space for this kind of stuff. Um, But who knows? Anyway, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. Um, (laughs) We are, we are, this is gonna be a long one. Um, Let's go over to Universal. (laughs) Let's go over to Universal. Uh, we have uh, Woody Better Watches back. Not not the Woody we're used to, but Woody Woodpecker. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, his days are numbered, Victoria. <laughs> I was confused for a second. I was like, wait, how did we get to Toy Story? Not, to, not that Woody. The other Woody. The so. Woody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Universal. But wait, you were so good at your impressions for the halloween episode what happened oh well i didn't really try i didn't really try there so uh, that we'll video of britney spears <clears throat> doing the woody woodpecker laugh yeah <laughs> um there you go yeah yeah but what what person under 30 knows what the hell woody woodpecker is like or that's Fifle? what we're gonna get into or five or five full well but you know but there's enough of y'all who grew up with the american tale movies Fifle. but it's not gonna work else. anymore and no, yeah like universal isn't really for the kids like universal right, right. isn't for the kids and that's its problem it's not mm-hmm. really family friendly entirely well they've that park has struggled all the time with that right it's why yeah. you have this mismatch of et and fievel and barney and 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 yeah. uh, curious george and right like i was there during a bunch of that during curious george and woody woodpecker and 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 barney and all that stuff being added and it was exactly that it was like we need to be more uh kid friendly and mm-hmm. um but but th- then you had the other issue of them not really having any good kid brands of their own which is why they yeah. went with curious george and and barney those are just you know, and licenses. sort of a Nickelodeon co thing. Once Paramount was yeah. out, yeah, they, got they, in, yeah. grabbed, yeah. But like, oh, but I guess like, I should the, explain the, what's going on. Yeah, I was going to start there. <laughs> what? Yeah. I just realized what? we never. So Universal did what no one thought they were going to do. They're getting rid of a good chunk of Kid Zone. So this includes Fifles Playland, Woody Woodwacker, Woody Wood, Woody Woodwacker, Woody Woodwacker. <laughs> It's a tongue tire, damn it. Woody, Woody what's Woody Woodwhacker do? <laughs> I want to know. Mean, well, that's, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. that's a whole different section. Oh, yeah. His laugh would his laugh would be more like <laughs> <laughs> like way down low. Oh, Woody Woodwhacker. Let's let's hey, I'm never gonna let you let that one down. That's never happening. <laughs> George, any of our fans who are artists, please draw that. No, don't. Please draw that. Don't do that. Well, if you do put it on Tumblr, they won't take it down. Yeah, right. right. It's not his nose that's long and sharp. (laughs) Jesus, we're so childish. So, go ahead. Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster, (laughs) Curious George goes to town, DreamWorks Destination, and Shrek and Donkey's Meet and Greet are gone they're done yeah. they've been given their eviction notice the last day it'll be january 15th but everything else like the spongebob store meet and greet et especially et especially et if you know you know and yeah. kids zones pizza company will remain open they're closing it, it to make more family-friendly attractions is the is the animal show closing yeah the animal show is uh i believe is closing as well it, is closing as well okay and oh no yeah, animal, I, um the animal show is not closing no I'm animal actor stage yet. okay 
is that yet yes yes <laughs> well yeah it's 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 not long for this world in hollywood either most likely so um but like yeah it's a perfect example like they tried to flog woody as the park mascot for dating back to hollywood park yeah like they just kept trying over and over and over again they rebooted those cartoons in the 90s and he had sort of green eyes and he was a little extra lunatic they were actually really funny if you watch them but Mm -hmm. they never clicked they could never get him to work so you know bye woody not not a big loss except i mean i feel like recently recently there was a movie there was a live action woody woodpecker movie made for spanish audiences only it was yeah. in I, Spanish. I remember hearing a Woody Woodpecker movie. And I remember, like, I, I was just thinking right now, I'm like, well, when you said reboot, I thought you were going to talk about the movie. I didn't realize it was only in Spanish. It's only in Spanish because there's certain, like, he was huge in Spain, yes. in Spanish speaking no. countries, but particularly in Spain. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm so- pretty sure. I mean, it, well, it, they probably dubbed it for American audiences, but it is, if you look at the, the cast and everything, it's. Uh, uh, I need to look this up. It doesn't look, yeah, like, well, maybe it's not. I so the, I so the, saw it in Spanish. I when I saw it was being released, it it did not look like it was a, an American production at all. Um, the, uh, the 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 what the speculation though, what's going to replace it is interesting, right? Because that's was originally where Super Mario Land was going to go before Epic Universe was it, the first plan for it was there. Mm-hmm. So now everybody's like, what are they doing here? My vote is. I said DreamWorks and everybody said, no, 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 dragons. And, you know, that's epic. And I said, well, no, no, epic is only dragons and panda. Yeah. It, this could be trolls would be a perfect thing. Think of all the activities that are down. That it already down. has like, been. Trolls has been oh, there you know for what like I re- two years. Yeah. But what but, I realized is Universal owns Cocomelon. Oh, Mm. They could easily use Cocomelon. Don't that, do that. Don't don't speak that don't, into don't, existence. No, don't do that. Do you not know about that? I gotta listen to Coco Melon eight hours a day. But you got to too. No, what is what is what is Coco Melon? What am I missing here? The old gay man does not know about Coco Melon, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's like a a preschool CGI kind of show. It's Ralph's man. Oh, I'm I'm, I literally just clicked on one and I'm watching it right now. It's not horrifying. I like the watermelon to eat your peas. Yes, yes, yes. It is not good it's television. No, it is a was... living it is a living watermelon with antenna for a head. What is I don't going like on? No, that's like the logo. Oh, it's just the logo. The it's real cheap like, ass animation. It always looks horrible. Say, but the kids oh. eat that shit up. The well, stuff? yeah, and that, and that's the thing. Kids areas you have to remember have to be sort of two things. They have to be like, you know, toddler and up, but they also have mm-hmm. to be like toddler and below, which is what this is. Right, they, the, that's what Barney was built for. Yes, the scope of Coco Melon is really big. I will say that I was in a Target once, and they have Coco Melon toys. And you know how, like, when you press like the hands, it makes a sound. Oh, uh, you heard dun 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 dun, and like five people around me went Coco Melon yeah. like, at the same time. So people know about Coco Melon. I just <laughs> don't. People eat Coco Melon. Oh, don't say do Coco Melon. It's Let annoying. Me, I'm now going to send annoying. you all via Twitter an image I just found. <laughs> Of oh, Coco Melon Live. So is this Coco is Coco Melon Live? This is Coco Melon Live. And Dave, if you didn't like the animation, maybe you'll like the. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> how I pictured it. That's exactly how I pictured it. PJ looked good. Oh, Why don't so they you, have his neck? And Universal doesn't own it, but it airs on their um, uh, Universal Kids Network. Yes. Yeah. They have a kids network? But it, 
yeah, it, it, nobody knows this. Universal Kids, it's a it's a thing. Um, Which Universal is very upset about. Believe uh, yeah, me, they, if you know, know the industry, they've desperately tried they've to make tried this work. They've tried over and over and over oh, to make their kids I'm sorry, Universal. Is, it, is Universal and Discovery, are they two different? I can't remember what yeah, Discovery has thought. Uni- yeah. Universal is Comcast. Universal yeah. is okay. owned by Universal Comcast is NBC. Peacock. If you're thinking I mean, like, streaming, it's Peacock. I'm in the era where I don't know which company has bought which company at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> so I remember Discovery Kids being a thing. I don't think I've ever heard of Universal Kids. And and they, it also airs on Cartoon Network's Cartoonito, which is their... I uh, love Cartoonito. Cartoonito is their is little... little, little it's their little kids block. It's their Nick like Jr. block. Oh, yeah. It's their okay. Nick Jr. It's so cute. Yeah. So anyway, um, so enough about uh, Cartoonito. What are we um, saying about Woody Woodwacker and what was going well, on here? Well, the, I mean, obviously, if they take all those attractions, let's just start practical. If they take all those yeah. attractions out, they have to replace that capacity. So they've got mm-hmm. they've got a coaster. They've got technically that little water slide in the in this in the play area. Kind yeah, of. Well, splash pad. Uh, splash yeah. pad. They've got the curious the, the, George. Curious George. Uh, that that whole thing with the 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 foam factory in back and the the water play and character meet and greets so it, my guess is they're gonna they have to up the capacity a little so it'll probably be more than it'll probably be a flat ride and a coaster most likely i don't think uh, they're gonna get rid of that coaster i think they're just gonna retheme, just gonna that retheme it i what, what I would be the point per, of getting rid of it i 1000 percent agree yeah the, there's there were some people saying they were going to put in secret life of pets from from california no. i just think that's a big no. spend right now that's not going to happen right now um, also, I don't see them being able to do that unless they fix the size issue with the coaster. Yes, because that's a big thing. Like I, when I wrote it, I could barely really get. Oh no, it's I'm and, only big tied. And, and you know why that happened, right? And and secret no, life. That's why. why why the restraints are so uh, inside baseball here. Um, that ride system was made by a Japanese company that made the Yoshi uh. ride for the Japanese audience and in translating oh. it for this it was someone was asleep at the wheel somebody thought oh that ride system's already been proved out we don't need uh, an american team member on that for like operational or creative purposes uh, i'm sure i'm overspeaking it, it it creatively they were because it had to make it look like a box but the story i was sure. told is that operationally some there was a chain missing link in the chain missing and it was installed when they went wait a minute what it's mm-hmm. that it's that you didn't change it from Japan, and evidently changing them because you have to change every single vehicle is mm-hmm. um, getting them re uh, certified. Yada yada yada. It's a big deal, and so oh. it, it's a it is a mat. They know this is not a mistake. They don't know about this was not a decision they made. Um, uh, 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 it's not a decision they made. It's right. a yeah. it's a mistake. It was just an accident. It was literally that's what I was told is, and I don't know this for sure. This is hearsay from friends who work there that it was a mistake. So mm-hmm. which you know, I, that makes sense. Which I kind of that agree does. because I barely like I barely fit on it, and I'm like I'm an average sized dad. If I want to <laughs> ride with my kids, like right, you can't ride with your kid if you what? If you're yeah, too big. And then this must be hear, big enough for daddies and zaddies. <laughs> <laughs> i'm putting that on a t-shirt there you go um so anyway we don't know what's happening with this the area yet but but steven spielberg's not uh going to burn universal to the ground et remains um thank god uh i'm actually very happy about that um and uh yeah i mean i think this was a lot of wasted space and i'm, I'm glad to see them uh try to up their game mm-hmm. we'll see what they do but i agree i think it's, it's something more immersive and cohesive that's the big thing it was you just added on to 
Yep. It was added on to in dribs and drabs of the years. It was never really cohesive. So the chance to say, here's a new thing, I think is actually really good. Yeah. And I think that now that they've basically said the entrance to Universal Studios is Despicable Me because it's it's going to be the two things at the very front. Um, DreamWorks needs its own place. I think that whole place is going to be called DreamWorks something. I just I think just that confused. you can really Agreed. make it a land. Um, what other brands? Trolls? Um Oh, I mean, Kung Fu Panda. I'm blanking. Well, but, no, but that's an epic. Epic, oh, yeah. epic. epic is going to be. Yeah, that's why they're putting it. Uh, I mean, Trolls, I mean, Shrek is still big. Shrek still needs a place to be. I don't think well, that meeting is over at all. I think they're I just was, cutting it for now. And that's what I was, was going to say because they literally just made that and yeah. DreamWorks Destination. They just made those things. They're not even a year yeah. old. Yeah. I was the shocked crudes. to hear about the, the meet and greet for Shrek leaving, but I. If you're saying like they maybe just might relocate it, I mean I think it'll it'll be done for a while, but I, it would be mm-hmm. a shock to me if they don't bring that back. It's popular; people like, like Shrek. Is their big? It's a big thing for them. Yeah. So to yeah. get rid of Shrek completely would be just quite frankly silly. It's yeah. also a choice to get rid of it right now when like meme culture has brought Shrek back. Yeah, it's our it's our it's our generation. I mean, it's it's Gen Z a little bit more, but like millennial generation, like Shrek was our well thing and now it's memed thanks to tiktok gen z is really into shrek now like the Mm -hmm. amount of shrek costumes fairy godmother costumes i saw this halloween i've seen so many tiktoks of people going to universal just for the donkey just for donkey yes yeah it's wild so i think they'll be back anyway let's keep going on to our our segment for tonight beware our guest we have several things going on uh victoria you got two for us and itsy's got uh two interesting things for us as well victoria what's going on over at animal kingdom and 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 uh with a certain intoxicated 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 woody woodwhacker uh-huh, uh-huh. uh intoxicated yeah. <laughs> uh, teenager. so a teenager Guys, don't drink and drive. First don't off, let's it. preface with that. Don't do that. It's not worth the, your safety or risking anybody else's safety or lives. That's me. That's me being an adult. Now I'm going to judge you. So, teenager was arrested for driving under the influence, sped towards the toll plaza at Animal Kingdom, and literally, like, just wow, way to go. So, essentially, <laughs> Pleaded not guilty to misdemeanor driving under the influence. Was 19 years old. Shame on you. And there were other Disney visitors there, apparently. Apparently, this happened at like 8 a.m. I'm not sure when Animal <laughs> Kingdom opens. But I'm like, first off, I have several questions. Why are you drunk at 8 a.m.? Well, I mean, it because, says like he was coming back from the club is what it says. So he was probably out all night. He was yeah. probably out all night. That's my after the- club destination spot. <laughs> right, like Kingdom. when I when I come from the club, I'm going to Taco Bell. I'm going to Taco Bell or, Den- yeah. or Denny's. Like- or Denny's, thank you. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm gonna go experience Pandora. Yeah, I gotta go see Vaco. <laughs> I gotta go see Vaco. <laughs> but um, long story short, um, ended up with his car towed he went to jail he got trespassed from all disney properties and his court date is on the 7th of this month so he I didn't even he make a- it can you imagine getting trespassed and you didn't even trespass you didn't even make it into the property <laughs> like you did all you, like realistically if he had just paid the fee yeah well it's too bad he spent his time there slouching against his wheel and <laughs> just laying there <laughs> out like intoxicated oh, but fortunately i'm just glad no one got hurt that's all that's that true. absolutely and himself yeah yeah so yeah now this next one i'm kind of impressed 
I'm not even gonna lie. Buffer so run. a man, a man snuck himself and his child into Magic Kingdom for free. Um, so here's how it went down. Um, 37 year old. I'm not gonna say his name. Uh, Virginia resident. I don't think you can because it's Romanian. It's a hard. It's a hard <laughs> name to say. I mean, mm. Bica Bica Crisan. I would say Bica Crisan. I don't mind Crisan. saying his name. The fool did it. So. Um, <laughs> It's in the news so, article. Yeah. I mean, yeah, true. So him and his child made his way through the turnstiles at the front of Magic Kingdom. Um, didn't pay, didn't have an annual pass. They just waltz right in like they owned it, like they were Walt Disney himself. And I kind of <laughs> low-key am like, that's ballsy. And I kind of am impressed. But anywho, so security managers tried to stop him and wanted basically to explain himself or, you know, show a ticket. Like, obviously you can't come in if you don't have a ticket, um, push the manager out and just kept on walking. I'm like, okay, ballsy. We still being ballsy. <laughs> kept on How following dare you? him. Moving on. <laughs> Sir kept on waltzing right down main street, USA. Um, another person tried to stop him, pushed him out the way. He said he had places <laughs> to go. He needed to see Michael Jerome mouse. Like he had places to go. So <laughs> The two employees in question were not hurt. Um, he did push him, but not hurt. But once they finally got him to stop, he pretended like he kept like going he down Main Street. Like he yeah. just kept going. Yeah, he was a, a citizen of Main Street, and he was walking yeah. down it. He was like, so. he was like diplomatic immunity, sovereign citizen. So he got stopped. Pretended he didn't know English. Uh, but in fact, he has a very good command of yeah. English. They said so. about two hours later, he started speaking English yes. just fine. Yeah, <laughs> He was over it after two hours of being questioned and just said, look, you got me. So although I don't blame him because to bring him and his child in that day would have been $210. Yeah, that's but, uh, uh, maybe Disney think about that a little. But, so yeah. he was arrested, took him to jail. I don't know what happened with the child. I'm assuming that he went to like. A he went to child jail. He, was a- <laughs> he got the he got the baby shackles that Grogu got in that one episode. <laughs> so Damn, true fact though, true fact though, if you can get through those turnstiles and run all the way to the castle before getting caught and yell sanctuary, you're good. They can't do anything about you. It's it's some sort of religious thing about the castle. You just got to get there. Right yeah. No, so that's that's not sanctuary. I'm not this Christian. Is, not is that going to work for me? You don't have to tell them that. You right? You smart? No. <laughs> so long story short, um, Victoria, you can accept Jesus okay. in your heart anytime you want, and then just renounce it later. Just if you need the sanctuary, just do it. You know. I mean, I do. Sanctuary. I would like to stay in the castle. Suite. Does yeah. that mean I get to stay in the castle? Suite? Yes, it does. Hundred percent. Are we right, talking I'm like Lo- are we talking Logan's Run Sanctuary, like Carousel, or are we talking... <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what I'm talking about? Okay, never mind. Not, not... There <laughs> is no sanctuary. Yeah, those those. <laughs> talk about a movie I saw. I saw that movie far too young. I was like seven years old, and that and you you were a little that... a little too curious about Michael York. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. if you haven't seen that movie, he invents Tinder. He like orders a lady on his mobile device, and she yep. appears in a transporter to have sex with in his room in the first five minutes of the movie. And I'm like, Dad, why'd you bring me to this sci-fi sex movie? What is going yeah. on? Yeah, what? it's it's trippy. Oh, consent? Log- no, no, no. She was on the sy- she's she's on the system looking. It's it's li- uh, the the dialogue is literally uh, like yeah. She's Craig not a sex list. worker. 
No, yeah. it's like it's a future where you where you booty don't have calls, relationships. Yeah, booty calls are. Yeah, it, I have not I thought about Logan's run beginning with a booty call, but you're absolutely I've correct. I've never he, heard of this movie before. This he, looks such he a invented, turn. He invented. This went left so fast. You're you're welcome. He invented the online booty call. Um. Anyway, yeah. Logan's Run. It's a sci-fi movie and book from the uh, '60s sci-fi movie from the late '70s. Uh, fuck me up as a kid. It's awesome. I'm kind of yeah. afraid to look this uh, up. Edward G. Oh, it's great. It's right? slow. Just know it's a As... '70s. Just it's slow and methodical, but it's it's got some really neat ideas in it. And yeah, yeah, I saw it far too young. Anyway, moving Victoria, on. Victoria, we got another movie on our movie Peter, list. I know, right? I'm trying to think. It's not Edward G. Robinson who's in this. Who's the old guy? Is it is it Peter Ustinov? That's the old man. It's Peter mm-hmm. Ustinov. Yeah, yeah, it's Peter Ustinov. Yeah, and, and all and all of his cats. He's like crazy cat guy. Yeah. In, in, anyway, in it's a movie about capital. after you're 35 it's, or something, you die. Like they kill you. It's the it's like. Amen. Yeah, it's a future much. where no one is allowed. <laughs> it, it's a future where no one is allowed to live past 30, and and yeah. and it's this weird clean. So my time is up. Well, in the in the novel, it was 21. Actually, yeah. the yeah. novel it was 21. Uh, but anyway, it, it it is a seminal uh, sci-fi movie for me. So go, so yeah. watch it because it's really weird. Well, almost guess. Re- this was a almost, 70s movie, wasn't it? Yeah, almost remade with Ryan Gosling. So yes. might, still might happen. Who knows? Yes. But I don't know. This if had gonna... to be a movie from the 70s, 76. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, six. Christ Christ Almighty, <laughs> we are just this is off I'm the not, rails. Oh, I'm we not are so bad either, today. So. Oh, I can't do Saturdays so again. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. That was on me. That was on me. It's not been you. I went to Sanctuary. He went to Logan's Run. Victoria has been. You've been. You've been on good behavior for being the guest. It's been the rest of us. This has been the rest of us. I've been fine. Thank you. Woody Woodwhacker says otherwise. (laughs) Okay, so it's a. You have to beware guests for us as well to sort of finish off the night. We have an interesting. Uh, one would say an, a little bit of an actiony uh, uh, segment, and then we got a we just got we got a little good soup song. It's just mwah, the best way to sort of end this night. Uh, <laughs> a, a little tea, a little tea. So start us off, uh, Itzy. What you got? All right. So the very first one, even though we're in Animal Kingdom, it's a very very good example of it's a small world after all. <laughs> <laughs> because he's been working on that one. I can tell. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right off the top of my noggin. That's good. Um, so a fugitive from New York was arrested after the federal inspector who was working on his case and looking for him in New York spotted him while they were both vacationing at Orlando at the same time. Which at the is, same at the same theme at the same park. Park. At the, not only what are, are the they, odds exactly. Not only are they both at Orlando at the same time, they both got reservations. I'm assuming for Animal <laughs> Kingdom at the same day. <laughs> Truly, an astronomical percentage of this. I want to know the odds. It's yeah. crazy. How many? How many agents knew of his case and knew his face? That's the thing. So like, it's that's it's, crazy. The reason he knew that this was like the fugitive he was looking for is because he's been working on this case now. Um, should I say the name? Of course, it's yeah. in the news. Yeah, um, it's in the news. Why you all act like this is some so, like we're I... the breaking news? Like like this podcast <laughs> is going to release the name. Like it's on freaking CNN. We're fine. Okay, so the fugitive is a man named Clashon Burton. Um, he's thirty one, and he was on the run for um using fraudulent documents to obtain coronavirus relief aid. And not only that, he used multiple identities 
even while he was at Disney. So yeah, it was insane. Um, he lied to Mickey Mouse. He lied to Michael Mouse. You know, Not Michael Jerome. Mike? No, Michael, Michael Jerome. Jerome. Mouse. Jerome. I love no. that. That's what we um, adopted. <laughs> that was you, Victoria. It was. He, he stole nearly a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in government loans. Wow. Um. The inspector was involved with the case. He signed the actual arrest warrant for this man. So he was like, he knew his face. Like he was very insane that this is the man who managed to like see him because he knew him. Like that is the worst. Specifically, did he see him in Animal Kingdom? I gotta know. Was it in Pandora? Um, We need to know. He said, let me see if it says it. Um, He'd been looking. At the same day he sprang into action, um, he alerted security. So I don't think he like they were actually inside the park. It says something about a bus stop. He was well, they stopped at, a bus stop, at the bus stop. The stop, but I think he they were inside, and I think he just saw him, so he alerted security. Um, welcome, Dano. He was very hard to track down because of the fact that he kept using fake identities, and it says including his visit to Disney World. So he was still. Still doing frauds. Still yeah, doing they were crimes. in. They were in Animal Kingdom. It's, it's it specifically says he recognized him at it, Animal, Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, so they were in it. Yeah. Um. But he let them know that like he left the park, so he yes. already left the park by the time he was with family members there. Oh no! You done you ruined the baby's vacation. You, you get dr- you get sucked into a family Disney vacation, and then you finally get caught. <sighs> and I, even. That's even crazy. through it all, even after he got caught, he was insisting like it wasn't him because, you know, he was using a different identity. He goes, that's not my name. That's not my name. That's not, that's my, not name. my name. But, but that's yeah. crazy, though, that like. At the same yeah. time, at the same day, at the same park. The okay. look, I've not seen friends who I know at the parks and past them, you know, like the fact that this guy is like got his radar on during vacation and sees this dude like and if you look at the from new pic- york yeah and if like you look at the picture of, of the guy he looks i mean he has like a, i think a neck tattoo like there are i think kind of signifiers that if you know you gotta have in your head you're looking for um and i'm sure he's looked at several photos of this man throughout the weeks or whatever but like man that's man, just i'm on vacation i'm on vacation i'll see I you when my... i get back to the office <laughs> yeah but it's just like man they had to go back and do the paperwork in the resort i know, you know? <laughs> i know made more oh, work man. for yourself on your vacation i bet I his kids it. were like dad we're on vacation that's the <laughs> coolest thing you can ever say though like so what what's your good story about working you know uh oh uh i caught i caught my fugitive at <laughs> disney world it <laughs> rules that is some cred. That is some yeah. Sibako, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we're getting to the good one, I guess. So okay. Animal Kingdom says no hunting, but nope. at the same time, we got him. We yeah. got him. We got him. We did it, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> we did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. We did speaking, it, speaking in relation, uh, it's he finishes oh, off with some nice tea. Ooh. This very last one is about our favorite person, friend of the show, in case you haven't picked up that sarcasm. 
Ron DeSantis, <laughs> our favorite governor who loves Disney World so much. Yes, he does. Um, it has been um, reported and found out that Ron DeSantis got married at Disney World. <laughs> and not just at Disney World. <laughs> At the Grand Cal, not Californian. Whoa, Grand Floridian, yeah. Grand Floridian. Floridian. Yo had peak Disney wedding, and it was quote very elegant unquote. (laughs) Now, of course, he's going to say this was before Disney was woke. It's going to be his, yeah, and and but what is more friggin' bougie than living in Florida and having your wedding at at the Grand Flow? Like it's so bougie. Um, but this bitch, I tell you what, coming out here, <laughs> the audacity, laying on the, the capacity. Well, do you remember? Mm-hmm, do you remember mm. uh, that one of his cronies also was like super Disney's woke and it was so like mm-hmm. anti Disney? And then they were like, uh, "Bitch, you took you've taken like five Disney cruises and you're scheduled for one in like a week." Like, like yes. this is all like this is a great example of. Uh, listen. Do what I say, not what I do. When it comes to yeah, politicians, totally, um, totally. This guy he was all for Disney until Disney said, "No, no, no. We're putting our foot down." And suddenly, uh, you can't support the gays but, outwardly. Here's the problem. And, you Can know say, what? Can I say something that's kind of shady? If what is the point to, of this? If not, it's like all currency of shade here. If they listen to the gays, she would have had a better wedding dress. Oh, she ain't, she ain't got oh. no friends. Oh, look oh, at that. Oh, the truth. Now I gotta look hurts. at the dress. The I truth. didn't see the dress. Oh, no, she's she right. Doesn't... The truth, the truth hurts real bad. I mean, yes, it was the 90s, but girl, it looks so Jersey. Wait, <laughs> wait, I gotta see this dress. I need it. I need yeah, this. I, okay. I need this in my it's spirit. I love the... you so much right now. No, not <laughs> 90s. They got married in 2009. Oh. Okay. So maybe it, the Jersey Shore influence did it really right, well step in. Oh, the, it, I'm the, looking at the dress. Hold the on. cut up here is terrible, and the on oh, the wrinkles are just. It looks. What is, like, what is the bodice? What is the detail? the bodice is really bad. It looks it does like not a showcase her. It looks like a prop dress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I also the hair didn't is know given Jersey. Used, I didn't know that she used to be a news anchor. So this article really showed me a lot about yeah. his life she yeah. has a news anchor look and she does you know what that's okay <laughs> no yeah. there's nothing wrong with was that he in the no shade to her news anchor was he in the yes. navy or he was in yeah. jag he was, was a he? jag guy really yeah wow yeah wow. um yeah uh, now, now that, he's just not, a now he's just a jag off ah, ah. not only did he get married at Grand Flow. He had his uh, reception at Epcot. Mm-mm. Don't ruin good things for me. Oh, I'm good. The, no. after the I need to know where. I need after to know the where. ceremony, the guests moved to World Showcase, overlooking the signature Spaceship Earth Ball. Okay, so the front there, and it was at there. They had the reception at Italy, Italy Isola, as a private island terrace was the location of the reception you know what ruins this for me is this means that ronnie probably ruined the grand flow in his marital bed like Ah! i just hate the idea of this man like 
Not Can I say a, though? Not in a good place like this. Literally the caucasity it's, of you. How dare it's you? Very on brand that his mm-hmm. reception out of everywhere at Epcot. Yeah. At the Italy Pavilion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It goes with it's, the jersey it's look of the dress. Bland and boring. <laughs> it's very it, goes, it it really goes with the, the jersey look of her dress and of the time. I can't I will say headcanning now, his uh wedding was inspired by Jersey Shore. There we go. That's that's a new headcanon. How did you know that I'm rewatching that currently? Because oh, everybody yeah. should be rewatching Jersey Shore. No, I will say that. no. Do good things yes. for your life. Don't Where's do the beach? Oh, Jersey anyway. Shore and Glee. Everybody needs to watch that now. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> We're going to finish off real quick. Dave, well, you had a friend of yours give us a little shout out on Facebook, and I th- and you wanted to give him some shout out back. And I yes, we did. We did. Um, Oh, uh, hang on. I need to call it up. So we're going to have an edit here. I thought I had it. No, it's okay. It's your friend, John. We're not going to edit this. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) John John is an old friend who um, was a very early listener of the show and continues to do so. And he he posted, he he wrote me privately and he's like, hey, is there a good picture of you at one of the Disney parks that I can use? Because I want to give a shout out to the podcast. And I was like, I'll just pick one. You can find one on my Facebook because we're they're all good. They're all, I'm like, I'm good from every side, bitch. Um, uh, especially the back side. Uh, so, oh, Lord. Amen. I got some backyard. Uh, uh, so my friend John Fridge, I'm telling you, we need Rat Castle after dark. It's, uh, yeah, apparently. Um, he, so this is what he said. It was very sweet of him. He said, Rat Castle has been my favorite theme park podcast this year and beyond. The gorgeous co-host David C. Cobb. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not making that up. That's what he said. Thank you, John. I'm. I'm putting my hands under my chin right now, looking all pretty. Um, gorgeous co-host David C. Cobb was my main draw to it, but everyone on the show comes with wild stories and insider knowledge. They're not afraid to point out the bullshit that Disney corporate pulls, and that's refreshing. Give it a try on your personal podcast places if you're craving a more progressive take on the industry. Thank you, John. Thank, Thank you, John. John. That is ridiculously sweet. I, I just love. I love that my friends are listening. Like I'm not one of those people who said you have. You're my friend. You have to listen to my podcast. <laughs> I'm like, if you want to, great. And so my friends that are listening to it and giving us feedback, I love you. Thank yes. you so much. Thank and you tell, all. And if you and if you like the podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Pod. We would love it. Or any sort of podcasting thing. And shout us out. We would love it. Um, Happy to retweet you on Twitter as long as we're there. Uh, We'll see. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Um, Guys, what a fun fun episode. What a zany episode this has been. This is a barn burner, this one. This is a (laughs) barn burner. (laughs) I had a lot of fun. Itzy, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you online? Um, You can find me on Twitter at Itzy Bitsy Mini. Um, Same at for instagram and tiktok there you go that's where you can find her and with that rat castle is produced by yours truly the ever so handsome nathan hartman and please consider subscribing as we said uh, so you don't miss a, an episode and rate us and all that good jazz uh, and you can check out our website it's at ratcastlepodcast.podbean.com uh there you can find all sorts of uh, stuff but you can also send questions to us and and find merch links and all sorts of things at bit.ly forward slash ratcastle which gets you to our link tree and all sorts of stuff there. So with that said, now grab your belongings and exit to the left. Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? Ah!